going to make you bend and break. It sent you to me without wings. Say a prayer and let the good times roll. In case God doesn't show, let the good times roll. Let the good times roll. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Dead Scene Kids podcast. My name is Hunter Fikes Wade Camp. With me, as per use, Alden Kirkland. Hey! I'm going by Declan Martin Stump. No, that's today. a fucking horrible name. I'm going by De- I don't care if anybody named <laughs> anybody here. In this, I don't even know if that's his middle name. I don't even know who you're talking about. I'm talking about Patrick Stump's okay, son. I didn't his care. son's name is Declan. The worst and name. And Patrick, Patrick Stump's actual real name is Stump. S-T-U-M-P-H. Which, Horrible. I know. Declan um, Stump. Declan Stump. That's the worst. <laughs> How's your yacht, Declan? Um, <laughs> oh, so, you know what's funny about uh, Thanks for the Memories is when it came out, um, it was actually my first. I know. I know the story. First Fall Out Boy song that I fell in love with uh, because I was playing Street Fighter online. Yeah. And <laughs> I was playing Street Fighter online and I was like, what the fuck is this music video with these monkeys? Yeah. Like, because they had the chimpanzees yep. making a music video. Yep. Um, and then Andy tried to stuff a fucking sock down his down his pants so he yeah. could have a big dick. Yeah. <laughs> um, because Pete had posted his dick all online. So I didn't know any of that. What? I d- look. So in the in the music video in yeah. the music video they they poke fun at Pete because mm-hmm. he posted his dick online. Okay, and so Andy got mad because Pete kept getting girls because of it. Okay, so he, whenever he would go out, he would stuff socks in the music video. He would right. stuff these stuff socks in his pants so that he could think he had a big dick as well. Right. Okay. So there yeah, was that. I don't think I ever paid attention to that. But um, I knew that there were chimpanzees. Yes. in it. You should That's watch the music video again. I get, you don't like I'm, visuals. I'm not, I don't understand. It's not that. It's just I'm not going to do it. But um, I have other things to do. Being from New Orleans, anytime I hear "Let the Good Times Roll," I think of Leslie Bonton Roulet. Of course. And so, <laughs> it's part of the reason why I chose those lines. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so when he goes, "Let the good times roll," I go, "Let's a bonton roller, let's a bonton roller." It kind of fits. It does. Yeah, almost. Kind of not. Let's a bonton roller. Yeah, but when you sing it, the it doesn't. It does. have the same. Yes, pattern. it does. Okay, fine. It's the way I do it. It it works. Sure, I agree completely. You should. Whatever you say. Damn Skippy. Uh, whatever you say, Alden. Okay, Alden. <laughs> whatever you say. I'm Alden. I'm Declan Stump today. No, I'm not gonna call you Declan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It makes me think of the wood on a fucking goddamn uh, boat. Well, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Um, anyway, this is a podcast <laughs> that <laughs> talks kind of about music, mostly about culture surrounding music. Uh, I, is there anything you want to talk about ahead, before we get into this topic today? Because we have a real topic today. I said something. You did. Last episode. You did. And I very much feel like if listeners listen, if listeners listen to this podcast and if listeners listen to this podcast that I'm about to name, which is The Read, Crystal and Kid Fury have a problem with giving too much credit to white people. Okay. And (laughs) they bring it up all the time. Um, For instance, um, they were like, 
I can't wait to Halloween because Halloween's gonna come up and we're gonna fucking watch Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus is the greatest fucking Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. And then Bette Midler was like, basically fuck black people on something. <laughs> they were like, we gave this bitch a pass. Yeah. And then like she slapped us in the face. Yeah. So they 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 no longer like anytime they give props to someone, they t- it turns right back around and slaps them in the face. And was like, damn, we gave we shouldn't have done that. And I did something last week where I was like, Hunter, Amorosa is becoming one of my favorite bands. You have like the reverse effect that I do. Yeah. Yeah. Amorosa is becoming one of my favorite bands. And then, literally, the day before I said that, and it was day a, after. no, it was the day before I oh. said it. It was the day before I said it. Okay. But it was, but it was the day after I said it that I that it was brought to my attention. Mm-hmm. That on July 1st, they were dropped from Hopeless Records. Yeah. Because Bradley, Bradley, uh, fuck it. Last name. I don't fucking care anymore. Um, Bradley was known for grooming. Mm. Now, granted, it was one girl. We don't know how true it is, but... When we talk about pop punk, I need I need you to I need you to stop for a second and walk that back real fast. No, no, no. I'm about just, to. I'm about I, to. Uh, when she said that she was 17 when he started grooming her, um, and I don't want to give him any I don't want to give him any respect or anything of that no. nature because regardless of what you did, you fucking did it. You yeah, still on, did it. On dead scene kids, we believe uh, victims. Yes, absolutely. Um, and. They they didn't give they didn't care they were like one gone, so it was just it was just the one and not like. And, and like, usually, if there's one, um, in the context of grooming, there's more than one. there's more than one. Yeah, and, but that's the only one that's come out so far. And and real quick, Alden and I had this conversation a couple of nights ago. Um, truthfully, um, I've known a lot of people in bands. None of them are good people, or like there's at least one person out of every band that's like not a great person yeah. and like takes advantage of women and stuff like that. Um, and takes advantage of people, uh, the, the artist lifestyle and the musician, uh, as a person, um, manipulates your emotions based on what they do. Uh, so it's not like unbelievable, um, that a musician would do something like this. Uh, we also went down the line and we're like, Hey, look, 100%, like we're not going to support them at all. Um, I, we will probably never mention Marissa on the podcast again, and that's totally cool. Um, then we also, uh, started talking about like what it looks like for like the history and rock and roll dude, you know, it's littered with horrible shit. So like, do we want to go down that rabbit hole and just like go through that? Um, I'm a big believer that you can still like an artist's work while not liking them. Although that's a loaded thing too. And it's hard. It is loaded and it's really hard and it's really dependent on what the issue is. Um, because obviously you don't want to give money to, to, to people. Right. So is there a way to do it without giving money to people? Um, can to I go and enjoy? steal it? You can do whatever you want. I mean, so... I'm a big supporter of theft. So here, here, here's my dilemma, guys. Peach Club is... Peach Club has become one of my favorite albums. And it is... I think it is a perfect album. Um, I think it was such a great idea into going from post-hardcore to pop-punk-ish directly into just pop. Right. 
I thought it was a great transition. Um, I think they had everything that a pop a pop band should have. I right. mean, fuck, that's that's his last name, Walden. I don't know why I didn't think about that because his fucking last name's mine. Uh, it's my first name. His name is Bradley Walden. Bradley Walden has a cute face. So He's, from from now on, it's Walden Kirkland. <laughs> Walden, because <laughs> this motherfucker just said it's his name. So, um, but he has he has a pretty face. He has like he they have the the look. They have the look. Yeah, and so like it made sense. Um, and I I even love one thirty one. Which is the album previous, uh-huh. and so like when they before they did Peach Club, they said if you didn't like One Thirty One, you're gonna hate hate Peach Club because right post hardcore. I remember you told me about this, yeah. And and like I was for it because I love One Thirty One. I thought it was great. I thought it was great, mm-hmm. and I think they did such a great job of going from what Johnny Craig had done. Because he was kicked out of D, D, Daz Game and Dance, DGD, and then joined, and then started or joined Emerosa, and then they kicked him out because of drugs, of course, yeah, well, like they did Dance Game and Dance. Because drugs. Johnny Craig, he just got kicked out of Slaves as well, yeah. and Slaves change, and Slaves is changing their name because they don't like the name Slaves, <laughs> yeah. so they're changing their name. So shout <laughs> out to it. fucking Slaves. Um, the art, the artist formerly known the artist formerly known as Slaves, um, but they kicked out Johnny Craig for drugs as well. Um, that man just loves fucking meth. Just way stop too much. doing drugs. Um, but I think they did a really great job of transitioning from um, Johnny Craig yeah. to Bradley. Right. And then Bradley was like, "I want to take this into a completely different direction because he had already been doing what they did with Squid the Whale, which is the band that he was in previously." Right. Um. And it got me thinking. How can I still support? How can I still listen to this album and love this album and love what it love what it meant to me? Yeah. Um, but not supporting Bradley Walden. Right. And then we, you know, Hunter and I got to thinking about like <laughs> these are real questions. I was like, do I do I just hate Bradley? Do I hate Emerosa? Do I? I mean, because did Emerosa know about it? I mean, when we look at we look at the the timeline of, of things like pop punk, like Pierce the Veil, they kicked out Vic, kicked out his fucking brother Mike because he was known for not just grooming but actually uh, like pedophilia. Yeah. And so I was like, so I can I can openly hate Mike but right. still love Pierce the Veil. So I, I want to like uh, yes. Right. Um. I. I don't know why. I feel like I have to talk about the grooming thing. Yeah. Um. It's. It's one of the most abhorrent things that I could imagine. Oh no! Um, absolutely. No. No. And it's not just like. I, it's to me the worst thing. Um, like, obviously pedophilia is horrible. That's the worst. That's the worst thing. But to take somebody when they're younger and manipulate them until they're legal. Yeah. Is like just fucking disgusting. And shout so out to Drake. Sh- yeah. 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 Shout I out mean, to Drizzy. He did the same thing. We definitely assume that he's still doing the same thing. He's still doing it. I mean, dude, like Millie Bobby Brown, like yeah. there's no way that you should be texting that fucking fifteen year old girl. There's no way that there's no way that you should be sitting there texting fucking like Billie Eilish unless you guys are talking about a fucking song. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I it, Um But yeah. Like I, you can be a mentor, but yeah, you, have you can to be, just a mentor. be a mentor. Like like you're not just making somebody fall in love with you. It's fucking disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. But I, I was so like I, I was like I, I don't know I don't know what to do. I really don't know what to do. So honestly, guys, this is if I've never asked a question 
which I have. This is the question I would fucking ask. What the fuck do I do? I love this band. I love what they did. I love their creativity, but I just do not fucking support that. Let me uh, find out who's a brand new fan, have a conversation with them. Because, like, I like brand new music, but, like, I came in way after, and so, like, it's just, yeah. you know, obviously shit back, but, like, does that I make Meredith. music not good? Yeah, do that. Oh, that's Meredith. Yeah, so it's a struggle. Um, I think that, like, struggling with somebody and, like, an artist that you really love um, is really difficult. Um, as a Morsi fan, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and actually, like, our topic for the day, which we actually have a real Bef- topic. Before we get to that, okay. because the question that... the Man, question it was that, such a good transition. It was. It was. It was a great transition, which will be a great... Still a great transition, yeah. um, which was... The question that Hunter asked me was... Because I, I, I bought it up. I was like, I mean, do I do I still listen to it on, like, Apple Music? Because I don't... I mean, they got dropped from Hopeless, but do they still get royalties for this? I mean, I don't want to fucking continue to give them money. I, I mean, even if, like... Like I said, do I hate do I hate Bradley? Do I hate Amarosa? Do did they know about what was going on? Yeah, they're complicit. Like, like are they are they conjoined? Like, is that the thing? Um, and then I was like, if if I still play their music on Apple Music, if I still play their music on Spotify, if I still watch their music videos on YouTube, which I did a lot because the visuals for like Peach Club is so good. Um, because I, I, the fucking art is beautiful. And so they did a lot with the art. Um, and so like, if I, if I would still do that. And then Hunter asked me a fucking daunting question. Do you know what that question was? I have no memory. You asked me, what about R. Kelly? And I was like, fuck. And yeah. like, R. Kelly has so many great songs. He's like such a he was he was such, he was a he was a revolutionary. Like he did so much for R and B music. I mean, dude, if it wasn't for R. Kelly, we wouldn't have Aaliyah. I mean, he fucking groomed the shit out of her. Yeah. I mean, if it if it wasn't for R. Kelly, we wouldn't have B two K. We wouldn't have Omarion. I mean, we wouldn't have fucking. Uh, there's just so many things that R. Kelly did. Yeah, the Isley Brothers wouldn't have been. A, they like, wouldn't have like the, the they wouldn't have that the, they had. exactly if yeah. it wasn't for R. Kelly if it wasn't yeah, for I R. Mean, Kelly I, it, wouldn't I, for, it wouldn't be there wouldn't be any Kelly Price there's right. just I, I knew about the Isley Brothers because of R. Kelly like that's where yeah. my first exposure was so what the fuck do I do guys I mean if I listen to, if I feel like now if I listen to Amorosa I might as well just listen to R. Kelly and like the thing with that is like I, I, I don't want to say it this way um the thing with R. Kelly is like there were so many fucking people. There's so many, and and for you to just about have a fucking sex cult in your house. Yeah, and so like, is that why you hate R. Kelly? <laughs> you know what I mean? Saying like, is is that where's the cutoff? You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. Like, what's the cutoff here? Like, what do you do? Like, that's something you struggle with as a as a fan of problematic artists. Um, and and again, this is what I was saying before. Um, with musicians and with artists and with entertainers like their job is to manipulate you like that's what they do when they make music because it changes your emotions it puts you in a good place or a bad place um does both picks you up lifts you uh drops you down uh has something to relate to and if they say like if it's something that sounds really like that you're connected to um they could put a message in it and say well it's not going to be so bad when that changes your mood completely completely um it could be like the smiths where it has a very like happy sound um like most of the music sounds like fun 
Um, but the lyrics are really depressing. Um, Shout out to the last Paramore album. Uh, never <laughs> never um so that's like, exactly what that is great um but like that's that's the whole thing right so it's like is it like does the music make you feel better with the lyrics being like relatable because you're not in a good place um that their job is to manipulate you that's yeah. what that's what musicians do that's what songwriters do um so it's not surprising that they would be manipulative people exactly um so <laughs> is there an answer like there's not an answer and like the thing is truthfully like there's so many so few probably unproblematic artists just because it's the type of personality yeah so like who is good and who is bad like who is above criticism who is not above criticism and nobody's not above criticism um but like it's such a it's such a fucked up environment. The music industry is really kind of horrifying. Yeah. Um, whether like on whatever level, whether it's like, if you have fans, that's the other thing too. Um, for musicians, like most of them are not the, we're not the coolest people growing up. Um, so if you get a, like if they're good at what they do and if they're, uh, really charismatic on stage or whatever, um, or if they, make music that you relate to like you add you adore them right so uh, you take a person that doesn't get a lot of adoration in their life uh give them adoration how do they respond to it yeah um what does the fan base look like um what positions are they put in like not not and again not defending the artist at all uh because they know what they're doing and that you can always say no to something and you yeah. can always say like this is wrong um and if somebody tells you no you can always continue with that like you can always say, okay, you said no, we're not going to do this. Um, it should be clear to absolutely everyone under eighteen. It's no under go. 18. Yeah, it's a no go. <laughs> That's a no go, no matter what. Um, I. So what was weird, like, when you're eighteen, and you see other eighteen year olds, or you're seventeen, or you're sixteen, like they look like your peers, right? Yeah. And so, like, you could be like, if you're fifteen, you'd be like, oh, that fifteen year old is hot, right? That's normal. Um, if you're 18, you do the same thing. Uh, when I was like 18 or 19, I could clearly look at someone that was 15 and be like, that is a completely different age. Bracket oh, yeah, absolutely. Because they look like fucking children. Absolutely. As a 30 year or thir- in the 30s, like 20s. If you look in that era. Yeah. <laughs> the motherfuckers is kids. Like I see a 22 year old. and I'm like, that looks like a fucking child. Um, so, no, like you, you can always stop that. Um, there's there's no excuse and there's no there's no understanding and there's no forgiveness for it, but like it's a fucked up environment. It is. There's no way it's not fucked up. And and and, and, if, and it's fucked up. People in a fucked up environment, you're gonna get fucked up shit happen. So like, do you do you completely like as a fan, you obviously cannot support that, but how do you how do you break it? Right. Yeah. Like, how do you how do you quit that from happening? Like, how, do you support them? or Do you not support them? I try not to. Um, I know that like a lot of streaming services don't pay that much to their. Artists. Yeah. Um, so is that bad uh, to answer Alden's question from before? Uh, if the albums are still on the streaming service, does that give royalties? Yes. It 100 percent gives royalties. Um, royalties are based off of performance and songwriting. Yep. So like every time. And he's the singer. So he would he well, would get them if he's the songwriter. He would get more. Um, he is so a songwriter. Like, yeah, the singer wouldn't necessarily get more. That's just the songwriter would get more. Like, so you get the performance aspect of it plus the songwriting aspect yeah. of it. So that's the way. Like in radio, um, if like somebody does a cover song, right? Um, 
like let's say Billie Eilish covers just randomly let's say the cure um the cure that would, would be sick it would be cool um the cure would get more robert smith would get more of the sh- the, the the money mm-hmm. than billy eilish would of course uh, but that's just how that works so yeah the, song, the songwriters make more money off of yeah. the like the the thing more than the other one so every time that they like it's essentially a spin so every time like a, a song gets played um that money goes more to, towards the songwriter and the publishing rather than the performer yeah. Um, so, it, it, and like, I don't want to get too much into that. I would love to talk about that because I love music publishing and I love all that. But, you know, it goes into like what what it is that we can support and what we can't support. Right. Like, like where's, where's that cutoff? Where's that transition? Yeah. And I think it is a perfect time to talk about one thing that we don't right. talk about. And uh, ni- nice nice uh, the transition would have been better before. It would have. But <laughs> but uh we 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 we're doing something that we said we would never do and from this episode and forward we will never do again. Um Alden, we're going to talk about Kanye West. We're gonna fucking talk about Kanye West. So uh Alden and I are both like huge Kanye West. Hold Kanye on West to your butts. Yeah, this is going to be a big one. So like uh they what you're going to experience when you listen to this is praise and criticism and all at the same time, all of it at one time. So we're going to go through like everything that we feel about Kanye West, like uh, the stuff that we've heard about him, even during his problematic times, we're going to say some defensive things for him and we're going to say some non-defensive things for him. Um, We're going to do all of that. Uh, So this is a very comprehensive uh, look at one of our favorite artists, uh, Mr. Kanye West. And honestly, once again, questions like if if you feel that we're if, that we are wrong about something we're absolutely open to those things uh, um i am i, I am open I to it. it i mean i'm i'm not gonna stop being a kanye fan yeah. i'm just not it's just a <sighs> yeah. yeah at the moment we'll get there we'll <laughs> get the there we will get there so um kanye west announced uh his his bid for the president of the united states to run in the year 2020 um, he did that. He did. Uh, so here's the thing. Um, number one, the criticisms and whether they're, they're valid or not. Like we're going to say that they're, all the criticisms are valid because absolutely, of course, absolutely, um, they're all valid. The the idea for people that are skeptical of this uh, is that Kanye's presidential run is going to distract from like youth votes and democratic vote and votes. black votes uh, and democratic vote. Well, it's going to distract them from voting for the, the right person. Well. The, the, the democratic decent, candidate the decent person the democratic candidate <laughs> I, I don't i don't want to call joe biden decent because he's not he's not um if i was not like in if we weren't in this situation like i wouldn't vote for joe biden it's at the, all it's the idea i didn't vote for him in the primary it's um, the idea of how do you want to kill yourself with a saw or a fucking ak-47 either way you're fucking dying yeah but so like <laughs> the thing is the thing is honestly um I would rather die by an AK-47. I'm more likely to die quicker. It's going to hurt. Less. Absolutely. So, is Joe Biden the, the AK-47 Saul or the AK-47? <laughs> because I'm going to be honest with you. I think Donald Trump's the AK-47. Absolutely. Um, because he's going to fucking kill us. No questions asked. It's not going to delay it. It's just going to keep going real fast. Um, so, but no, I would not vote for Donald Trump. I'm not voting for the AK-47 in this scenario. Um, regardless of how I feel about myself, I care about other people and don't want them to go through what he's going to do to you. Um so the, like people are under the impression that Kanye West is in cahoots with uh with Donald 
John, Donald Trump um, to, to Trumpito. To, yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm, let's not. Mm. Trumpito. Nah, I don't want to like curse. Like, I don't want to curse Spanish so, with that. <laughs> that is from. Yeah. The. Um, One day at a time, right? No. Oh, I thought that was in there. That is not from One Day at a Time. That is from, um, fuck, this is a mural. Oh, okay. They call him Trumpito. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's it's supposedly they're working together to 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 dismantle the Democratic Party. I don't I don't give Donald Trump that much credit. Yeah, I don't think he's um, that smart. The other thing who I do think is fucking that smart is Kanye Mike West. Pence. Oh no, Mike Pence Mike is Pence. that fucking no, he's not. because Mike he's Pence a piece a of shit. Idiot too. That man is a puppet no, master. He is, but he's also an idiot. So like, he's a fucking dumbass. He Donald is, Trump is a dumbass. He's a fucking new Dick Cheney, dude. No, he's not. No, Dick Cheney was actually like a fucking genius and an evil. Oh genius. yeah, absolutely. Mike he was an Pence, evil genius. Mike Pence is not at all. Mike Pence is a fucking idiot. And just look a little bit deeper into Mike Pence. He's a dumbass. He doesn't manipulate things because he doesn't know how to. Because he's a fucking idiot. Anyway, that's why it's so chaotic because it's like, and there's no guidance because Mike Pence is a fucking moron too. Um, anyway, fuck Mike Pence, fuck Donald Trump. Um, Kanye said in like 2015 or 2016. Yeah, 2000, 2016. I, I couldn't remember because like, but he said, listen to the kids, man, bro. Listen to the kids, bro. Listen, listen to the kids, bro. 2020. Kanye West running for president. Boom. He said it then. He said so it. So it's not like he's not. <laughs> he's not a liar. He's not. <laughs> uh, Kanye always telegraphs everything he's going to do. He said he would make his child grow up Republican so that people he, learned that he like, loved white people. That he did that. Like he did that. Um, once he had a son, this is when you got the 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 quote unquote Republican Kanye West. Like he telegraphs things. If you listen to him in interviews. That motherfucker doesn't have a filter. That motherfucker doesn't have any guidance and doesn't know what he's saying. He, like, he basically doesn't know what he's saying. It's like he stopped taking his medication and then took an interview, right? Um, he hates doing interviews. Uh, like he said that like several times. Several that times. A long way, time ago. That goes way back to uh, around the time. Yeah, around late registration before graduation came out. Yeah. Like he was asked some questions and uh, was put in a position where, like this was back then, um, People asked him, like, what he thought about Obama, and he's like, well, I don't fucking care about politics, right? Like, he's like, I don't know anything about that, so I'm not doing it. Um, so he's not going to make a comment. Uh, so there's that. So, since then, Kanye has gotten into a lot of things. Kanye has learned a lot of things. Kanye has done a lot of things. However, he also said in the... Easy, 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 just jump over jump, man. He said, 2020, we're going to run the whole election. Yeah. He said that then, too. He said it. So, like, he told you this. Now, do I think he's really going to run? He hasn't filled out any paperwork. (laughs) (laughs) So, maybe, maybe not. Um, I mean, I think the issue with that is, like, is he going to be on a ballot? Like, I don't think uh, he, I don't think he's in time to be on a ballot, but uh, I would just hate for people to just like, Oh man, you know, who's fucking running and they're not on this. Let me go and write in Kanye West. Like you son of a bitch. (laughs) Well, there's, there's two things with that too. It's like voting for Kanye West is not going to affect how New York is going to go. Voting for Kanye West is not going to change how Chicago and Illinois is going to go. Voting for Kanye West is not going to change things in Jackson, Mississippi. 
Um, because well, Jackson, yes, but it wouldn't. Jackson's not going to affect the, the the greater part of Mississippi because like Mississippi bleeds red. They sure do. And like there's there's they're going to vote for Trump anyway. There's potential that we could we could swing, but not likely. <laughs> so if you live in Jackson and you vote for Kanye West, Jackson's going to be blue. So like it doesn't matter if you vote. Madison for Kanye is West. blue currently. I can't believe that. Yeah, Madison is blue. Count because you have. Uh, yeah. Okay. Some yeah. of that makes sense. Some that, of that makes they, sense. They, they, especially for the like the farming and stuff. Right. Um. They, they didn't, they didn't like the shit that he did. Yeah. So in the primary, like he, uh, it went blue for primary. Well, that was the only prime. There was no Republican primary. No. What I mean is, like, for this year, yeah. we saw more people vote blue in that, the primary. Yeah, that that's fair. So like the turnout was better. Yeah. Okay. Um, because like we've only had the, the Democrat primary. Yeah. Okay. So and Madison Madison became one. Right. Um. So there's potential. I think Mississippi could swing, but also I'm in a bubble. So who knows? Um. There's all of that, right? So like the Kanye thing is, is your vote gonna for him gonna matter? Assume that it does. <laughs> like that's the only thing I say. It assume definitely that, does. Assume that your vote for Kanye is gonna is is gonna do something wrong. However. If you think um, if you think your vote for Donald your your vote against Donald Trump is going to matter, your vote to Kanye West is definitely going to matter as well. Yeah, your vote definitely so like, your vote counts. So like, don't vote for Kanye. Don't fucking. I vote mean, for like, Kanye. if you um, don't vote for just don't like if if you're not if, if it's literally not going to make a difference. Like if you live in like some fucking like super Democrat area, like go ahead and vote for Kanye West. But don't not many of you, only like a handful. That's it. Um. There's no, 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 meh. no! Eh. Just don't do it. Well, Just don't do it. I mean, don't do it. Don't do it. Do not do it. Listen to Alden. Don't listen to me. Do not do it. Yeah. Do not vote for fucking Kanye. Um, I get it. I get it. I don't think the, the only vote time for Harambe the, changed too much though. The, the the only time we should vote for Kanye is for Kanye is to give us five more minutes on MTV at <laughs> the fucking Music Awards. Yeah. Vote um, for that. Vote. Don't fucking vote for Kanye for presidency. That's that's a dumb idea. Unless I, no no. no. This time, don't. <laughs> if it becomes, I don't care. Past now, like I don't care. Past now, I don't think we're gonna make it to twenty twenty twenty. If you have to write in anyone, like literally, don't go, write in anybody. Go write in Bernie Sanders. No, yeah, or don't do that too because that distracts you. So like, you're you're if you say that people voting for Bernie Sanders is right in. You're right. Don't write in anybody. Don't write in anyone. unless it's me. I'm old enough now to be president. Don't write in anyone. Right. Listen to Hunter. Don't if, write in anyone. If you're gonna, if you're just hell bent, don't write in anyone. If you're hell bent on writing someone, and you're like, you know what, fuck both these people, and that's up to you, man. Uh, write in me. Write um, in Hunter. Camp. Back to what we were talking about. Don't listen to Hunter. Don't, okay. Don't listen to Hunter. We don't listen to either one of us. Apparently, <laughs> don't listen to Hunter. Okay. So don't fucking vote for Kanye. And that's coming from Kanye fans. Yeah. Since fucking forever. Right. So. That's the other thing. This could also just be a fucking scam to put without an album. Like, and a lot of people think that that's yeah, what this is, and, and that's okay with me. <laughs> like, sure, just don't actually like if you don't buy into it totally, and this is just an album release. That's that's fucking awesome because the most recent track was great. Yes, um, the Watch Us in the Blood, whew, beautiful. It's like a it's like a it's a Jesus take on uh, Jesus. Jesus, Waltz. so good. Yeah, so good. Love it. Um, so we're gonna go back in time. 
And we're going to talk about how we fell in love with Kanye West. Absolutely. Um, I love this idea. what Kanye has done for us as people and like where, he, like how he has been there, like why we have such dedication to him and all that. Uh, and then we're going to go through and talk about what the fuck he did and uh, how he has negatively impacted us and uh, people we care about. So why I K E S. Yeah. Yikes. I use that a lot. That, <laughs> I, I use a screenshot of that album a lot. Yikes. Um, so let's do this. Um, when did you, so like, we're going to go based on like when we became Kanye West fans. When did you become a Kanye West fan? I became a Kanye West fan. And then if you were later, if it was like graduation, then I'm going to, Oh no, it wasn't. Um, I became a Kanye West fan when he put out and it wasn't through the wire. It actually was not through the wire, which is, I didn't actually fall in love with through the wire until I became an adult. That's fair. Um, because I, I really didn't understand it. Right. And like, if you've listened to this podcast, you've listened to me talk about how sheltered I was into hip hop and rap music, and so I did not, I did not own um, college dropout until I, uh, I got out of high school. I think I was in college when I went and finally purchased um, college dropout, but. Um, uh, my sister's then boyfriend had a bootleg copy of College Dropout, mm-hmm. and he let me have it, and that's how I got introduced to Kanye. When was that? Like, was that re- when College Dropout? That came was out? when College Dropout came out, and so, um, but it was the, it wasn't the day. It was like right. around that area, right. that era. Um, so uh, I fell in love with uh, Kanye's new workout plan. Right. Uh, I love the video of it. Um, and what he did with it, it was so funny. Like, like seeing fucking uh, uh, Rockefeller like on in a maze, and it was like I found my daddy. It was like <laughs> so fucking funny. Yeah. Um, I love the remix on the music video with Fonzworth Bentley. His verse right. is perfect. Um, and I fell in love with that. And then um, Jesus Walk came out, and I was like, Yeah, I'm a Kanye fan. Right. Jesus Walk came out. Um, and at the time I was, I was in love with Nas and like one mic, I loved one mic. It was one of my, it was, it was my, like my first art, like rap song that I learned. And like, I went into down into like the mathematics of one mic when he talks about the bullets right. and scripture. Right. And I was like, that's so fucking cool. Yeah. And then when Jesus walk came out, I kind of did the same thing when he talks about like. Um. Uh, the way Catholic needed Regis. It's the way I need Jesus. It's the way I need Jesus, and yeah. I was like, "That's that." I love this wordplay. Yeah, that's okay. And I, that's how I fell in love with him, and so that just progressed. And I remember uh, when Katrina hit. It was the album that I bought with me. Um, it was one of that bootleg album. I had it with me. Um. And then right after that, so that Katrina hit in August and uh, late registration dropped in September. Yeah. And I went and purchased it. And that it was that album and The Massacre because uh, 50 Cent had, did a re-release of right. The Massacre because he took the game off of it. Yeah. So, oh. <laughs> and he had did like a video anthology and like all the songs had videos and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I found myself listening to just late registration and like fucking that, that um, Gone 
with a fucking Otis Redding yeah. sample. And I was like, man, this is so fucking good. This man is so fucking talented. And, like, I just loved it. I fell in love with it. And then, so, it wasn't, I was I was a fan. I was still a, I was a fan. Just a fan. But the day that I watched the Good Life music video, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, the video is so fucking cool. Holy shit. And he dropped the Good Life video and um, Can't Tell Me Nothing and like Jeezy in the back and it's like, Can't Tell Me Shit and like, why is Jeezy on the song? Like, it doesn't make fucking sense. Right. He's not in the music video, but like this, this fucking concept of like colors was so fantastic yeah. to me. And then he followed it up with Good Life and then he, uh, and then so I remember coming home from school because school had just started and, uh, because that album came out September 11th and graduation graduation yeah and i remember it coming out and that was the same year that 50 cent put out his curtis album yeah it was the same day same day yeah same fucking day and so they were like the battle of the the battle of the rap albums yeah and so i, I kind of want you to pause there and let okay. me catch up with you cool um so because yes. this is this is where this is what i was a fan yeah this is where i fell in love yeah. with kanye yeah absolutely so i i think i fell in love with kanye right before that or a little bit before that but, okay um so when i was it was like i have so i want to talk about my, my my background with hip-hop just real fast so Which is extensive. It is. I don't know if you guys seen my meme of like the little white kid with the three seasons. Yeah, video. yeah. So um, <laughs> I, I've listened to like a lot of music. Um, when I was a teenager, like a lot of what I listened to was like horror inspired and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, same. Very much into that. Um, so guys like Isham, Three Six Mafia, um, uh, like black metal bands like Demi War Gear, um, like so many things like that. Um, that are real just like evil sounding right yeah um, but at the same time like always always identified as a Christian like some of that's changed recently but like I kind of feel like I'm, I'm moving back towards that anyway but we'll talk about some other time um, always identified as a Christian so it was like yeah this stuff is really cool like I like this darkness but like also there's this other side right yeah so like to me three six mafia did a great job of like putting Doing the Bible, both. yeah putting the Bible verses and then just being like we worship Satan motherfucker right? <laughs> so funny. Um, but like a lot of what I grew, like what I grew up on was like like Ghetto Boys and Run DMC and uh, then getting into Wu Tang Clan. Wu Tang Clan changed my fucking life. Yeah. Um. The way and and the, musically, um. The way that RZA would make beats was like the coolest thing in the world to me. Um. And this was like my first experience into like real hip hop. Right. Yeah. So not to discredit anybody else Any of the, but I mean, yeah like, when i say real hip-hop i mean like the traditional way that like hip-hop is produced. like the new york style the new york style um so it's very much sample based um like at like even after laughter come tears right so like there's that sample in that um there's there's loads of samples of like soul sounds mm -hmm. and soul songs and uh like soul verses into wu-tang mixed with like a really dry uh like vinyl sounding drum beat right yeah that are also samples um then i heard nwa really appreciated the way the dr dre made beats as well yeah because it was like this booming uh booming kick drums with uh like 
funkadelic beats right mm-hmm. so it was like it was parliament funkadelic uh samples with that huge fucking bass right and like that that let that crack in the snare um and then moving into stuff like it's southern southern hip-hop where it's like a lot of snare mm-hmm. um and then like a really really thick bass um so that's that was what i grew up on um that's what i appreciated from since i was a young teenager all the way into like a well, not even young teenager but like a fucking child um, I told you the story about how I first like introduced myself to Ghetto Boys the other day. I yes. was a fucking kid. Um, I was like nine years old. <laughs> um, and that led to a whole lot of other things, right? So this is all important because when I really, really loved Isham. Isham is one of my favorite rappers of all time. I named my pug after him. Um, so 100%, this is something that I, that I, that I adore, right? Yeah. Um, when so me and my friends were like at backyard burger on what a specific place i know i remember it vividly kanye had just well so also like i loved i loved isham therefore i hated eminem um eminem's (laughs) way that he did things was he took like a style and made it funny right um and like his singles and maybe not his like his whole albums but like the singles he would release were were very directly appealed to like young teenagers that are like, Oh, this is funny. Right. Like Superman. Yeah. Um, and so to me, what that was, was like, I'm not saying that Eminem's not talented. Um, but Eminem was making a joke out of something that I love. Right. And so, and so like, that's, that's where I was like, you know what? Fuck Eminem. Totally. Um, so I'd started to, to kind of familiar myself, familiarize myself with, uh, with jay-z and i heard the blueprint too no it's not even the blueprint too the black album okay on the black album oh my god lucifer lucifer oh yeah and if you take in my con like the way that my mind was working at that time like this song is about satan but also like so it's got this fucking evil vibe to it yeah but also it's like really soulful and like a positive message right so when i heard that i was like holy fucking shit what am i listening to um and like i'd listened to jay-z before but like never like i never really delved in too much of jay-z stuff. nothing stuck nothing stood like, out like lucifer yeah and like at the time i was a nas fan so like i was like oh yeah ether is way better right um <laughs> but like i said that but then when i went back and i was like you know what? <laughs> like i really like all this stuff right um <laughs> but so like a friend of mine i think his name was like richard that i worked with at fucking like walmart or something shout out to richie yeah shout out to richard dude um, he really liked Jack Daniels and he called it, he didn't call it Jack Daniels. He called it old 45 or old number nine or whatever it was. Shout out to and Richie. I was like, I don't understand this at all, but great. I shot, um, I fucking, I yeah. fuck with Richie. So we hung out a lot. Um, we would watch, this even get better. Um, we would li- watch Dragon Ball Z videotapes and like smoke black and milds and fucking listen to jay-z and talk about music and stuff it was really cool is that person named silas now no his name is richard (laughs) that sounds like that person's name is silas it's not um so (laughs) then like i was hanging out with my friends at backyard burger on north state street not yeah north state street and we were talking and it was like yeah have you listened to kanye like like kanye west album or whatever have you like heard what he's doing and i was like yeah i mean like because it was it was new workout plan yeah um and that was like the big one that was coming out. So I was like, I don't really, I don't really fuck with it that much, like because it's it's another like jokey rapper guy. Yeah. And I was like, I don't really fuck with this. Um, 
so I was like, he's I can really, see that. Yeah, yeah, but we were like, he's really good. Like, he's a better producer than he is a rapper. So, like, maybe, like, I like what he's done, but I don't really like the, like, the song style, right? And then I'll listen. And then, so, like, I want to say, like, six months went by or five months went by. Like, then I was in college after that. And it was, like, my, my, my first year at MTSU. And I was in the KUC, which I don't know what that stands for anymore, but you know how shit my memory is. So like the fact that I'm like, can go to this. Yeah. Um, I'm very, very proud of you. I was sitting there considering probably all the drinking that you did at that time. Shit. Um, <laughs> all sorts of stuff. So they, they would play music videos like on the, like the, I love that. Yeah. Like on their, like on the TVs in there, they play music videos. And so the songs would play throughout like where you were. And I think I was like getting some food. I kind of remember exactly where I was. There was like two songs that really stuck out that and one was a horrible song and then one of them was through the wire. And I looked over and I was like, the fuck is going on? And I was like, this is awesome. Um, and like the, I, the, the fucking line about like everybody orders pancakes. I just said, I, I was like, <laughs> shit. And then to have like Shaka Khan in the video. Right. Um, and like, or no, and not in the video, but like at the end where it says like, thank you to Shaka Khan. Right. Yeah. I was like, that's really fucking cool. And then, so I started listening to him more and with college. And this was like, probably this, this, when I was listening to it, it was, can I say fuck Shaka Khan real quick? I want to say, I want to say fuck Shaka Khan because she went back after all these years it was like through the wire was a stupid song yeah she's like, wrong she is wrong yeah i mean fuck it's, okay. You. it's okay to be wrong it's fuck you shaka khan you're okay wrong, wrong. <laughs> i i don't want to say fuck you shaka khan because i, I, I appreciate still, you shaka khan oh my god great music absolutely and, but and yes i mean through the through fire the, through the fire is such a, such a great song. song but because because now after all these years now you want to say that through through the wire is a bad song yeah so like we'll, fuck you for that we'll get to why <laughs> she said that later <laughs> um and uh like hopefully that'll not happen um but um, listening to that and that, that catching my attention like that really yeah. fucking caught my attention and I was like holy shit like this dude's fucking great um, because the lines were good like the it's clever and funny it's clever yeah, yeah And it, but it's like really it's really powerful right so it's like that and I think I had I don't know if this has happened yet but I had gotten into a car wreck which is which is no. crazy that, that he did through the wire and like like, yeah, like while the his, talking, yeah, while his fucking mouth, which is yeah. the same thing for Fifty Cent and Wankster, right? So, which I hate that song, um, <laughs> but this was so I really started fucking with Kanye probably around January of the year that, mm-hmm. uh, no, it wasn't even graduation. No, because I started listening. So it was like right before like late, late registration came out. So it was yeah. like before Katrina hit. Um, so this was like my first time up there. I think it was like first couple of months the first fall or no it was winter is when i got into a really bad car wreck and almost died yeah um and then i think in january i heard through the wire and i was like mm. i can relate i to can this. relate to this this is fucked up and it's like the, the safe belt saved my life i was like yeah yeah so like i could relate to it it was really cool um and then so like i went and bought his album it was like the year that that late registration came out because like when late registration came out, I was like already full on fan. Yeah. So it was like the I'm gonna take you back. So in spaceship, when he says like five beats a day for like uh, each summer, yeah, I deserve to do these numbers. I was making fucking rap beats that same year 
that I was like super obsessed with Three Six Mafia, like when it first came up. With mm-hmm. like that summer, like all I did was make fucking beats. Um, I had gotten a sample, like I had a drum set, and my room flooded, and th- so like there was like a minor flood during that year, um, and like we had insurance, so like God, the, like I'm gonna we scammed the fucking insurance company because I bought this fucking like drum set for a dollar, and then we put the value on it as like really high, <laughs> and uh, sick, yeah, and so I bought a sampler with it. So like with that sampler, I started to make like like beats off of it. So it was like some of it was dancey, some of it was hip hop based, but it was like this this idea, right? I spent a lot of time coming up with just fucking rap songs, mm-hmm. and like I would get a micro, and like nobody's ever heard any of this, but I would get a microphone and try to. I've heard some of it. No, not this. Oh yeah, probably that's that. No, not heard, this. You've I've heard, heard some, some of my beats I've heard before. Some of your stuff. Yeah, but not like this. Um, so like I would even just like just fuck around and like get a microphone and just do stuff over the thing. I would sample like horror movies and just like work that into like uh like beats and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite ones was an Evil Dead one. It was yeah. But so like we kind of just did this fake project just for fun. Like never tried to do anything with it, but just like worked on something because it was fun to do. Yeah. Um, so that was all I did that summer. So, like, when I heard, like, make five beats a day for, like, each summer, I was like, shit, like, I get that, too. Like, that's awesome. Like, this is stuff that I understand. And it's, like, I understand the passion behind what you're doing. Um, And I understand the care and, like, everything that you're putting into this. And then I heard Jesus Walks. And I was like, this is, like, a military dark song yeah, about Jesus. And I was like, I have to know everything about Kanye West. Like, I have to know everything about Kanye West. I have to know who inspired him. I have to know, like, who he was, like, worked with. I have to know everything about this motherfucker. Um, And I became fully obsessed with Kanye West. Yeah. uh, Because it was somebody, like, I understood. It wasn't... Kanye's position wasn't, like... I'm super fucking rich at first. No. It wasn't, like... It wasn't wasn't like Jay-Z style. It was more, like... I'm kind of a fucking nerd that just really loves what I'm doing and like n- nobody really likes me that much, you know? So like what I'm going to do, I'm going to do what I can and just make this fucking killer shit. Right. I was like, I respect the fuck out of that. And yeah. I get that. Cause it wasn't like super street. It's not like I'm a drug dealer. It wasn't like, uh, you know, worship Satan and kill people at the same time. Like three, six mafia was, although I loved it. Like it wasn't like, and it's not that I couldn't appreciate like ghetto boys, but like I didn't grow up like ghetto boys did. Like we weren't, I'm I'm not like the, from the richest family, but I'm not like from like, I I didn't, I didn't grow up uh, like super poor either. Right. So I didn't have to do things that a lot of people have to do. Yeah. Um, so to have Kanye be that voice and like that first voice in a long time. And it's not necessarily talking about like, making the world different and like like progressing the world like like common or uh like diggable planets or like like a lot of like really like intelligent hip-hop or whatever yeah um but it kind of had a vibe of that it's like i can appreciate that that's not what i am i can also appreciate the like the flashy lifestyle instead of instead of like the the grand scheme you're just like like self yeah And, and that was what kanye was and so like to be able to like actually relate to uh like a like an artist that isn't isn't doing anything over the top isn't doing anything like whatever but shows an appreciation for all of it and it's like that's kind of how i feel yeah you know like i appreciate all of this i appreciate music i appreciate what it does and putting that level of passion into what you do is amazing um so that's something i admire that's something i can relate to um so that time i had been like a huge kanye fan 
And then late registration came out. And I was like, I think I was working at like a gas station at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it was right across the street for, or like right in the same parking lot as like a cat's music, which is like specifically for the Nashville area. <laughs> um, I think there might've been one in like Knoxville and there may have been one around Memphis at some point. Yeah. Um, but it was like bebop or whatever. Um, and I remember the promotion for late registration. It was like, and I was in college, yeah. you know, I was in college for college dropout and late registration. And I'm like, I get it. Like all the college, like references and stuff. That's something I can 100% relate to also. Um, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't until I got, uh, I think my senior year, we're, we're like the Alpha Step, Omega yeah, Step, yeah. Kappa Step. I didn't know yeah. what the fuck that and was. I, like, I grew up right from like right down the street from where JSU performed. So while yeah. I didn't go to a black college, uh, but there were, still were like black fraternities, um, I got it, right? Like, I, so, didn't, yeah, I totally didn't get it until it. very, very right. long right. after. So um, with late registration, if you consider like everything that I've already told you, when I heard that album and the the vast array of stuff that went to influence that album yeah. from the fucking moment it starts to wake up Mr. Like, like, Ooh, the whole wake up Mr. West part, like that, that, that echo on it, mm-hmm. the way it sounds, all of that was so fucking good. It was. It's so fucking good. I still will like listen to that. Like it came out yesterday. Oh yeah. It still sounds like it came out yesterday. Uh, Kanye, What's your goddamn book bag? Yeah. Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> um, where your book bag at? Goddamn fourth grader. Um, and, and so it's funny. He made fun of himself. Like, it's great. Um, <laughs> and like going back and like looking at stuff too, like uh, with Jesus Walks, like this is when I was reading interviews and shit for him. Um, the When he says, if I talk about God, my record won't get played. Mm-hmm. Like nobody ever told him that <laughs> like nobody said like you have you talk about jesus so your songs like you play he said he did that because like if i say that then now you have to do it right and i was just like god that's so fucking great like just the way he's like like manipulating the system to to benefit him i'm like i love it um so he also is just one of those guys that just like came out of no, not came out of nowhere but worked his fucking ass off. He did. He worked really yeah, hard. And got told no so, so many, many times. times and didn't care if he was told no because he believed in himself. And then got then got told no multiple times by the person that actually yeah. signed him. Yeah. Like he yeah, got told absolutely. no by Jay-Z multiple times. And that story is told at the end of late registration. Yes. So like I remember I think this was the first time I got all, so at the gas station like I would listen to it consistently, right? And I would like always listen to this because, and I went to like, I got it the day it came out, um, got promotional material for it. I think I have, I had uh, like a single of like one of like the, like a vinyl of like one of the singles off of yeah. it. Um, it. It may have been, no, I'm thinking it's Touch the Sky. But touch the Sky is graduation. Yeah, I know. No, Touch the Sky is not graduation. Yeah, I'm thinking it was Touch the Sky. But anyway, that sample in Touch the Sky, too. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So basically, like, everything that he was doing up to that point was just phenomenal. Uh, Then uh, I got candidacy to uh, the recording industry music, like, management department. Mm -hmm. This this is important because that is when graduation came out. Yes. What I was doing a lot of was paying attention to record sales. 
um, yeah. and paying attention to what was going on in music um, and in the business side. So when it was announced that Kanye West was going to do, uh, was going to release his album on that September 11th date and 50 was going to do it too. I tell you, I hate 50 cent. I've always hated 50 cent. And I think it may have started with his like affiliation with, with Eminem. And that might've been why I just like automatically was like, this person is cursed to me. Yeah. But, um, I also don't think he's that good. Like he, this mic needs to go up. Okay. <laughs> that was like trying to say it when I was saying All right, it. that's fine. This mic needs to go up. Yeah, you're fine. Um, so with with 50 Cent, like I like, I don't want to say this first, but I'm going to. Well, no. I like Mini Men. Mini Men. And I like Candy Shop. And there might be like one other song by 50 that I like. but Those are good songs. Yeah, they're all right. Um, but like it's not... Like, I don't love him. I don't yeah. love him at all. I don't think he's that good. Uh, I think he got shot a bunch of times. And that, that was that actually came out as false news. <laughs> that's funny. It actually um, did not happen. That's he, hilarious. He, he recently, I don't know where it came from. I don't know the source, but apparently that didn't happen. Fair. Um. So, yeah. Not that many times. He did, get, he did get shot, but he did not get shot that many times. Right. Supposedly. Right. So, with 50, um, I was like, that's his only thing. Right, is that he got shot a bunch, and that's he's not that good, and it's just people like him because of that, and I don't fuck with it. Damn it! So, I like. I was in. I liked fifty. I was in what it was, Internet for Music Business. The day that that album got released, and I paid real fucking close attention because I was like, two things: I love Kanye, Mm -hmm. and I hate Fifty Cent, and the deal for this thing is if 50 loses, he can't put out another fucking album. Yep. So let's see what happens. And then Alden, pick us up. So this is, <laughs> which is a great transition. Uh, I actually remember leaving school because I was still in high school. I think I was freshman. I was a freshman in high school when uh, when graduation came out. And was I? F- yeah, had to be. Had to be a freshman. Or sophomore, sophomore definitely was a sophomore, sophomore in high school, tenth grade, um, and I remember it coming out, and me running upstairs and watching 106 and Park, and them doing the like, the double XL like cover with their faces and like them right next to each other, and 50 Cent was being a real dick to Kanye, dude. The entire time he was being a real dick to Kanye. He was like, oh, "I'm gonna beat you in record sales." Blah blah blah. Kanye's like sitting there, like, "Nah, man." Um, and so, um, I remember, like, scavenging and trying to find twelve dollars. I was like, "I gotta fucking buy this album. I have to. It can't be tomorrow. It can't be the day after that. It can't be next week. I have to buy this fucking album right now." We were on fucking board. I have to buy it right now. I have to buy it right now. And it's not like I said. I liked Fifty Cent, but when he put out Curtis, I was just a personal fucking vendetta. <laughs> it was a personal vendetta. I mean, he put out AO Technology, and it had fucking Timberland and, and, and Justin Timberlake. And you guys know my heart. You know where I love Justin Timberlake and Timberland. But it was a personal fucking vendetta. I was against it. I was 100% against it. And then I ended up going to Best Buy and seeing, like, the table that we put this fucking <laughs> – we put our podcast on. It was a table like this in the center of Best Buy, and it had 
four stacks. It had four stacks. And it was two stacks of the Curtis album on the left. Two stacks of Kanye West's graduation on the, on the right. And how that looked was a shit ton of Kanye West that looked like it had been like rummaged through and like a handful of Curtis. And I was like, oh, I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know what that means. They don't they don't even have enough of this album to right. fucking go against it. Like right. they have a shit ton of Kanye. They right. have a shit ton. So he's already won. Yeah. He's already won. I was like, yeah, fuck you, Curtis. Fuck you, Curtis Jackson. <laughs> yes. Piece of shit. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so but even like like the promotion. Like I was so in, good. I was into and, it. And that was the thing too, right? Because like I'm in music business school. Like I'm paying attention to promotion. Yeah. And to be able, yeah, absolutely recognizing how they did everything was great. The fact that, like, Kanye hardly ever did mixtapes, but let in with mixtapes also. With fucking Glow in the Dark. The Glow yeah, in the Dark yeah. mixtape. Uh, I was into everything. I w- uh, man, I wanted, I wanted everything to do with the fucking graduation. I was right. like, I didn't even know who the fuck Daft Punk was at the time. And see, like, I had grown up listening to Daft Punk. I totally didn't. Yeah. But when when graduation came out, and then we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> we're gonna yeah. talk about, then fucking uh, the fucking music video for, for Stronger, Stronger comes out. Pause. And, no, wait, oh, hold on, shit. hold on, hold on. The fucking music video for for uh, for for uh, Stronger comes out. And I'm like, oh, those are the fucking guys that fucking made Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. They did that fucking on America's Best Dance Crew. That's yeah. cool as shit. Yeah. And so, like, I'm putting all these things together, and I'm remembering, like, looking online, and I'm saying, why the fuck is Kanye doing this here? And, wh- like, none of these, like, Japanese characters, I don't think they mean anything. And then Hunter. So, <laughs> my dear friend Alden Kirkland, let me tell you a story about when Hunter Camp was a child. In the year... <laughs> probably it was somewhere between 1989 and 1991 um i had a friend that was like hey have you ever heard of i think he called it japanimation and i was it was originally called japanimation i mean here it was yeah yeah so like he was like have you ever heard of japanimation and i was like I can put it together that it's Japanese animation, but like, no. And then he was like, oh man, dude, you gotta check out some stuff. And he like gave me, I think it was like Robotech and like a couple of other things. Robotech sick. Yeah, it may have been Robotech. There was like an, something with apples. I don't remember any of this, but it was all, he was all into like mech stuff. And I think I was like, I went to Video Library, which is a fucking check for anybody from Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. Um, and they had like a Japanese animation section and I went through there and I was looking and again fifth or sixth grade not even maybe not even that yeah like not even 10 years old um and I was like what's this and it said Akira on it and I was like huh and so I you know it was either that or it was it was either that or my friend actually like had it rented and like lent it to me but either way I was like what is this and I was like, hmm, this looks cool. And then, so like, I get to my VCR and I plug in fucking this this videotape, like that says Akira. And I'm like, okay. And then I sit back, and I look, and it's like Neo Tokyo, like what 2019, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. And 
there's like no 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 I can't remember right now and I should but you like, should because how many yeah, times you fucking seen damn, who knows um so I see this mushroom cloud build up from the 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 the, the, the this this city right yeah. it's not Neo Tokyo because this was what they, they started off with the explosion with the explosion yeah which I think it, it may have been like I don't remember when um <laughs> I don't I don't I should I should because I've seen it so many times but it's been probably about a year since I watched it last um, so it's probably time to watch it. We watched again. it here last, yeah. right? Yeah. If you because oh, we we have not said uh, where we where we film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where we film yeah. our podcast. We, we film our podcast at the beautiful Offbeat Studios at One Fifty One Wesley Avenue in Jackson, Mississippi. And we did um we did a movie night and we, we watched Akira. Yes, and we we also had a which we we're not talking about Kanye nights yet. We'll yeah, we're not talking about that yet. We'll get there. This is a we'll long, get there. This is gonna be a long fucking podcast. <laughs> I told you guys, um, to hold on to yeah, your butts. It is. Uh, so. This 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 thing, this mushroom cloud, it like emits from the middle of a city, and I'm and then the like the screen goes black and white, and just like the whole screen goes white, and I'm like, it's the most fucking amazing thing that I've ever seen in my goddamn life. <laughs> what the fuck is this? And I was like, okay. And then I watched it, and a bunch of basically fucking street kids that are like pissed off about the world doing drugs and shit um, with this coolest fucking stylized aesthetic yeah. that I could ever, like even still today, that I could ever fucking imagine. the Like the red leather jacket yeah. with a pill on the back, uh, the pill logo being showed everywhere that says good for health, bad for education. Like I kind of hate school. Like I, I learned to hate school at a very young age. Um, I, I kind of felt like already like this because like I've got friends but they're way cooler than I am like yeah. I'm I'm the fucking nerd here um like I'm always like the one that's 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 second right like mm-hmm. there's in all of my friend groups like they've always been like the afterthought right that's why I always say that I am the 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 Michelle Williams um because that's just that's just the dynamic of how things go um so getting like to those characters like the guy that I relate to becomes this fucking monster. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, oh my fucking God, this is so cool. And I'm like, he becomes like so fucking powerful, like he becomes God. And I'm like, oh wow. Like, this is such an amazing concept. Yeah. This is so fucking cool. And it's like, you can get this power. Like, you can be the, the last one to be thought of, but like, get this ultimate fucking power. Yeah. How cool is that? Like, and it's just by like, just not stopping. Right? Yeah. Like, you don't, like I don't have the coolest bike. I'm going to steal my friend's bike, right? Like I'm going to do whatever I can do to be better, yeah. right? And to be the best. And then to have that corrupt you. Um and to to see what that what you turn into if you are that, right? Um mixed again with the coolest fucking visuals. So you had uh the fucking the like the like the Joker biker gang yeah. um fighting with this biker gang. Uh, getting pissed off at school, like smoking cigarettes, being bad kids, like just, I'm like, wow, this is the fucking coolest thing ever. I'm like a child being like, yes, <laughs> yes, goddamn it, this is so fucking cool. And like, I watched that movie, took it out of the VCR, was like, bus, n- club, yeah, another, another club, bus, another club, plane. No sleep. No sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I took it out and I took it and put it right back in. (laughs) And I watched that movie like 
I want to say the the time that I had it, which was like three days, I want to watch it. I think I watched it like four times. Like I watched it each day. Uh, the first time it was it was no sleep. Next <laughs> next video, um, and then like the next week happened, and I was like, Dad, can we go to video? <laughs> and he was like, Yeah. I was like, oh, And so like I, I I got it again. I got it again. And I got it again. So next how, lane. How did you feel then, when you saw? Wait. Okay. Um. Then I tried to watch other anime, and I was like, I can't do this. Like I like Akira fucking killed me. So when graduation came out, like I'd already heard the mixtape. I yeah. heard the harder but like they did harder, better, faster, stronger at the beginning of that mixtape. Mm-hmm. So it was like the ding ding and ding ding and ding 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 and I was like, why do I recognize that? Because like I I listened to Daft Punk like when I was again a kid like early nineties. Yeah, but like was I listening to Daft Punk at the time? No. Um. So I was like, why do I recognize that? And then I started to realize like, oh fuck. Like this motherfucker is borrowing from Daft Punk, and then the video for for which it wasn't the first time that Daft Punk had been done into hip hop. No, because uh, Busta Rhymes had did it did. With, with Touch It. Well, yeah, and with Swiss Beats doing that beat, yeah. And it was the but, you know who did it good. <laughs> what was the name of it? The uh, song was called Touch It. It's called Technology. Yeah, so Technology is the song. Um, so it wasn't the first time we we had like been introduced to Daft Punk in hip hop, right? But like. It wasn't that technology that touch it was a bad song because no. it was fucking phenomenal. It was, and it was everywhere. There was yeah. a there was a fucking remix for fucking touch it. For I think there were like nine hundred people in there's it. Like, there's a there's a mega mix. There's yeah. a female mix. Yeah. There's an all male mix. Yeah. There's a fucking New York mix yeah. and a fucking it was yeah. a, it was all over. Yeah. So it wasn't the first time that we were introduced to it. It was just this time. It was like it, it was different. different. It was different. It was because, so different. And and I read like Daft Punk's take on it, and they were like he did our song better than we did because like he built it up and like made it sound bigger um, and put so much more into it than we did. And like, yeah, we fuck with it. That's really good. Um, and that's what started the relationship between the two of them. Now, when you ask me what I thought when I saw the music video, I'm trying to think, I don't even know if I recognized that it was, that it wasn't. At first. That, yeah. That I don't think I recognized it was a cure at first. Um, it took me the longest to realize that it was that it was Akira, and I, I, and it wasn't until until we watched it here that I had watched Akira. Right, but uh, I think around like my freshman year in college, right, where I was like, oh, this is from an anime. Yeah, like I was still even with like graduation being like my sophomore year in high school, like I was still growing with that album, right? Because I was learning more and more here, about it. Here's what it was. Um, I hadn't watched Akira at that time since around the first er- like era that I watched it so many times, right? Yeah. Um, so like when like I stopped getting a, like a VH like a VH uh, VCR, yeah. Like I wasn't gonna watch Akira again, like because I didn't get it. Um, like I just didn't have it anymore, so I didn't have that reference point like as quickly. Yeah. Um, so it, it took me a while because like it had been years what that was what 2006 or something no not when was that 2006 no, 2005 2007 2007 so it had been probably 10 years since i've seen it here yeah um maybe less maybe less i think i got into anime again and my friends were getting it, like my friends in high school were getting into anime mm-hmm. and i was like oh i'm gonna just watch Akira again um but i did not get it and i think i was like so I was so like caught in the style that I didn't catch. The it was concept. a it was a fantastic style. Yes, um, so I didn't I didn't get like the the reference right. Um, 
which you know as a huge akira fan you think i would but i honestly didn't because i was also a huge kanye fan and tied together yeah i think it may have been like six months until i realized it was akira and like somebody was like you know that's like that's akira right and i was like oh fuck yeah that's right and then i went and bought the dvd for akira <laughs> and i was like yeah let's watch akira a million times again um and the, the woman that i was with at the time was like i fucking hate this and i was like fuck you and god damn it so I, the, and the reason that we're spending so much time on graduation is because graduation was my transition. Right. Graduation was my transition. Right. Um, and then we go into um, the things that he did, like with like other artists. So yeah. like the album, the album art was done by Takashi Murakami, yeah. who was known for reinventing uh, Louis Vuitton. Yeah. And who did we know as the Louis Vuitton Don, which was fucking Kanye West. So yeah. it just made sense. Yes. That. He would he would do something with Takashi Murakami. Right. Also, um, artists, if you're listening to this, support Takashi Murakami. Oh, he's, he, like, yeah. he's probably gonna go bankrupt. He's doing a lot though. He's he is doing a lot, but yeah. he's trying to he's trying to finish a he was trying to finish a film and he said he, he spent wasn't a, able to. He he spent a lot of money and did. because of COVID, he's uh he's probably gonna go bankrupt. Right. Um but working with like working with Takashi Murakami and like having him do the the video to good morning and which was fantastic like you like you were just dropped into this whole new world yeah. of and, color yeah and like we didn't spend enough time i think on like the pre like the web the website it was like kanye university kanye university and like just the way everything that, oh. was an experience yeah and like the way kanye's the way kanye's stuff was done it was like here is a sample of a song that i'm working on it would just be posted that like there's just yeah play that um then it would be like a picture of something or it would be like a Murakami work or like, like it would just be random shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then Takashi, Takashi took the, the Kanye bear. And so originally that was like an homage to, to Ralph Lauren because Ralph Lauren had the, the teddy bears. And so that's what he did when he went and it was like college dropout. He dressed in the fucking teddy bear and then that teddy bear turned into like just the uh, the image of him and the late registration uh cover and then Takashi took it and just made something completely different to the point that even even the chain that you know uh Kanye was known for was the Jesus piece and Takashi like redesigned the Jesus piece in his style and it was like Everything was an experience with graduation. And and that's something with Kanye, right? So like it, everything was an experience, but it was a completely different, different. experience. Than um, everything than anything and, that we've ever experienced. And that's true. Um but the way Kanye does every album is an experience. Absolutely. So like even college dropout, like you got the fact that like everything that he was saying there was polos. Um, and it's like this is the this is the style like the style of the artwork inside fucking uh, late or college dropout same thing yep late registration very much like on brand yep um, the broke five broke we, we ain't got, got it, it. <laughs> um, but it was like the whole thing right so like that was all of it and even the story on those skits like with him saying like you know like yeah we bought some shoes like that shit yeah um, <laughs> what <laughs> uh, but like that was. It was always an experience with Kanye West. Like everything that Kanye did for each project was an experience. Yeah. It's just that graduation was so fucking different it than anything so different. else that it was like the the whole experience surrounding that was just mind blowing. And then he did the Glow in the Dark tour. Yeah. Which oh my god, like I yes. yeah, I wanted to be there so badly. Around this time, 
is when you saw you. Well, let me. It get wasn't there. when you saw him. It, it, yep. Uh, so around this time, <gasps> we get to hear the story about you being in the same band yes, as Kanye West. You're gonna hear it. Um, <laughs> I I can't place it exactly, but like his mom died shortly after the release of Graduation. Yes. And he was on tour around that same time. Yes. And I don't think he canceled his tour. I think no. he may have like canceled a date. He might, yeah, he didn't. But I don't he think didn't he canceled the tour. And during that, he performed at the college that I was going to, and I got the opportunity to, and also like he had on tour with him. He had a track on tour with him, who's just a phenomenal. A track is fantastic. Phenomenal like producer slash DJ. Um, I was taking a hip hop class at the time and like we talked about like that like a track and some other people. Yeah. Um I was like, holy shit, like here we are. And I had been working with like the sound group at uh at MTSU and so we had done like events around town, like we would do some like like um like I think like some church convention would come in and we would like set up speakers and do all the like the staging and stuff for that. Yeah. So, That's kinda like what Zakia was doing. She was kind of doing that, like where she like the artist would come, the artist would say, "Hey, I need, I didn't bring these things. Can you bring those yeah, things for us?" Kind of right, yep. but it's like this is the legit thing, right? So this is like building the stage. Yep. So like the stuff is going to come in, but they're gonna ha- they're gonna have some crew, but then they're gonna use like the local crew to like build it, right? Yep. So we were basically the local crew for MTSU, so we would do those things. Mm-hmm. Um, we built the stage for. Uh, that that Kanye performance, um, and like I couldn't get tickets because I was fucking broke as shit. Yeah, right. And I was like so fucking sad because I love Kanye, and I was like I can't I can't afford to do this. Like I think I had just gotten married or something, or was about to get married. I don't remember when that was. <laughs> I think I no I I just I got married recently, and like so we were both in school, and it was like really hard or whatever. Um, or I don't know. Anyway, that's a different topic. But just know that I didn't have a lot of money. Um, broke pop broke. We ain't got it, and so like that was another thing too. I was like, shit, dude, I'm fucking broke as shit too. Um, so I was taking jobs to do to do work too. Yeah. So like this was gonna pay for 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 something. Um, so I needed to do it, and then I was like, oh my god, I'm like, I really love Kanye, and I was like, I don't want to ask, but like. <laughs> do I get a ticket? <laughs> and we had to do, so we had to do a load in at like five o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. Right. So it's like, we had to get up at like three or four, like drink whatever kind of like caffeine or whatever that we could get. And then like go and put on the stage. Yeah. So there was a lot of fucking cool stuff. And like we got there and like we had the musical, like the musical instruments and stuff like already out. So like I got, <laughs> uh, a tracks fucking like drum machine. I was like, and I like, I was like, oh my god, this is so fucking cool. This is so fucking cool. And so I got like, I took a picture of it with my fucking like Nokia or whatever the fuck. And I was like, ha, 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 I'm playing with this shit. And so um, we were, I, we, it was backstage, and like we were like loading stuff on, and there was a bed, and I was like, well, I immediately know what this is because it's the Wake Up Mr. West thing. Yep. And I was like. Oh. And so, like, I, I was like, I looked around, and I was like, I'm gonna get in this fucking bed. And I'm like, dude, don't get in the bed. And I was like, I'm gonna get in this fucking bed. And so, like, I legit got in the bed. Um, 
and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh like we loaded it on after after i did that because like nobody was around i got i got away with it like, except for one person or something um and what was cool is there like the way the stage was set up and if i'm remembering this correctly they had like one stool and uh, like a cello and mm-hmm. so like whatever music cue was played by that person on the cello and then like I think a curtain would drop and then it was Kanye in the bed and then to the wake up Mr. West part. And then he, he got up and then like another curtain would drop and it was like a rest of a string section with a track behind him. Yeah. Um, fucking cool. Yeah. Um, the thing, the only thing that sucked is that like, I didn't get to, I think I had to go to class, um, after the load in and then I couldn't go for the whole set. Right, I just I just couldn't. I was asleep. So like, and then we had to do loadout um, at like eleven. So it's like I gotta find somewhere to sleep, or I'm not. I'm gonna fucking die. Yeah. Um. So I went probably about halfway through, and got like nosebleeds or whatever. But I had a ticket, so I was like, "Fuck yeah!" They gave us tickets to this, and like, this is a fucking experience. And uh, I want to say he closed with stronger, and like this again this was right after his mom died Mm -hmm. um and the lines that like rang out like a motherfucker were like i need you right now and it was like that's just that's where the fucking song like the like the show ended with him like screaming i need you right now a shit ton of times and it was like oh my god i'm like this is this is like i i think i cried i'm sure i did probably um but i was like this is so fucking emotional but like i got like a good section like section of stuff and it was just like that moment for me was just like blew me the fuck away yeah I, I couldn't i couldn't believe what i had, i had witnessed but yeah so like that's I, I got to do that and that is where the origin of the like I, i've been in the same bed as kanye west because i literally have been in the same bed as kanye west <laughs> uh so yeah that's the origin of that um congratulations we we got you through graduation guys yes so that's through graduation <laughs> that's have, graduation that's three albums <laughs> um, graduation's the longest you, you thought so um and the reason i say graduation is the longest because like now now we get to talk about like the things that the things he influenced because then with, a little <laughs> i mean because no because this is where this is where we get this is where we get kid cuddy yeah this is where the world changes this is where the world changes so, like, for sure so i i feel bad because uh we didn't mention some other people that like came along for the ride like lupe fiasco yeah i mean we talked he about blew- this guy yeah but he also like the, the thing too with lupe i don't know if you know this or not but uh like lupe was way more uh like conscious right yep. and especially his early fucking shit so when kanye released diamonds um it was the the version that's on the like the, the back part of diamonds right um, is it is it the one that's at the beginning of the album or the, the original so song? So the original song. So that's at the end of the album. Yeah, yes, at the yeah. back. Yeah, back. So album. so Kanye had released that to Chicago, I think, to that market, and Lupe, being uh, more conscious, is like, where do you think those fucking diamonds come from, pal? And did a remix of uh, Diamonds, like so he took the instrumental and did like a like the he did a like a song he did his version of it yeah um and i had a friend that i went to school with that was from chicago and he was like yeah dude this shit is fucking like yes um because he was a big lupe guy um and that 
that ver- that remix is what caused Diamonds from Sierra Leone to, Leone to be made. Yeah. Because, like, Kanye wasn't then aware of, like, oh, shit, the fucking, like, the di- like the Blood Diamonds from, from uh, Sierra Leone. Yeah. So, like, Lupe changed Kanye and then brought in... Lupe. Yeah. So that that's why he's on... That may, I did time. I did not know this. Yeah, that makes sense of why that he put it at the back album, yep. that back of the album, rather yep. than um, the song, the remix with Jay Z, yep. which has um, me and my friend Stevens one of our favorite lines, uh, which is "Difficult takes a day, impossible takes a week." Yeah, so good. Yeah, and then also there's there's the that's the the infamous. I'm not a businessman. I'm a business. I'm a businessman. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. That was why he changed. Di- that's why he changed diamonds. That makes sense. Yeah, and so like, this is the Kanye West that we know. This is the the, the Kanye West that we grew up with. This is the Kanye West that we grew to love. The one that will say some shit and, and be loud as it. be loud as fuck. But once somebody comes in and says, "Hey, look, motherfucker, you're being a dumbass," will come back and be like, "You know what? I was being a dumbass. Let me clear. Let me let me fix this." That's going to be important for later. Yes. Um. So. Bum 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 bum. The bum 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 bum. Bum 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 bum. Bum 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 bum. The VMAs <laughs> or the MTV Movie Awards. I don't know. This the VMAs. Was, okay. This is the VMAs. The VMAs opening. Opening. <laughs> With VMAs. 2009 2009 opening opening bum 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 Kanye gray suit gray suit (laughs) African drums African drums I white background to fucking god (laughs) I I I, like I think so it was that it was that that year was such front hawk that (laughs) That year was so good for music. Like, I want to say that's when Kelly Clarkson's Breakaway came out. I think The Emancipation of Mimi came out. There was like a shit ton of other stuff that had like happened like the year before that were so good. Like, everything that everybody had released was like phenomenal. Yeah. And then, and I'm like, oh man, Kanye's going through some stuff. He's probably not going to fucking release an album. Like, I'm probably not going to hear anything from Kanye ever again. Um, and then to. <laughs> I remember how I felt. I like me thinking about it is giving me chills about. Oh this. yeah, absolutely. And like watching I, that fucking performance, I watched it so many times. Yeah, I looked at the. the I, I don't. In, I looked at my, my wife at the time, and we both were just staring at each other, like, "Holy shit!" Because like nothing on the planet sounded like that. Nothing. And it was just like. And then him going off about like love lockdown and I'm like, oh my God. And like the imagery of just like the heart and like, then it dropped the, like the single dropped and this, months after. No, I don't want to say it was months after the it, album came out months after, but the single didn't that no, that single sing- took forever to come out. Let me look. So it came out on his website and it was not mastered. I didn't, I didn't, ha- I didn't have Wi-Fi. Yeah. Then. So it wasn't. Oh yeah, I love this. Continue. I yeah. love where this is going currently. Yeah. So his it wasn't mastered. It was like the two things that stuck around. There was the website version, which was just like not cleaned up at all. Yeah. 
like really fucking dirty and like and then like the 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 youtube version because youtube existed at that point so like it was like oh this shit is fucking like phenomenal and that started our relationship with kanye releasing things really fast and then having to go back and fix it and then going back and fixing it i had i had the fucking demos because this is this is around the time I started to get like internet and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. I was I was always less fortunate for stuff until like way after. Right. So I and I, I was in college by this time and like internet was included. I did not I did not get to experience Kanye University. Yeah. Like I wanted to. Right. But I knew it existed and, yeah. stuff and things of that nature. But when this when fucking eight away and heartbreak started to come out, I had every oh, version yeah. of RoboCop. Oh yeah. And that was the thing too. It's like it was. It I was, had I had the version of RoboCop without the fucking synth. I had mm-hmm. the version with the synth. Right. I had the version with just the fucking synth. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think I think the 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 lead singles for it like that led into the album actually coming out um, was Love Lockdown. Love first, Lockdown. And then and I I, I bought the fucking th- thing digi- that song digitally and like I still use the Love Lockdown um, heart like deflated like heart balloon which god damn it like let's just talk about that imagery real quick yeah so like a, a a red heart on a gray background what does that say to you a red heart on a gray background it's kind of a disconnect right yes yeah, so it's like it's you've got like a, a like a neutral like kind of like usually used for like a sadder like yeah like gray skies like that that right mm-hmm. a red a red balloon or a red heart would be like love yeah um and it's deflated and it's deflated so like i'm, I'm fucking heartbroken basically yeah. right so just that alone that tells you everything you need to know about the fucking about the song. entire album and other, well yeah so like with the album it's more but like with love lockdown that tells you everything you need to know about the song like right there that's exactly all you need to know so when they like the the lead out for 808s and heartbreaks was like Kanye's releasing a bunch of shit that like we don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, originally we thought it was going to be a double album. Yeah, that too. Um, so we didn't know what to expect. Um, and we were expecting it Kanye, to come out the next like two years from then. Yep. And also Kanye had done the good ass job part, yep. right? So like that, like there was the the rumored release, uh, and that was also like it was it was four parts. It was going to be. Um, it's the story of going to college, right? So yep. it's like you drop out of college, you go back to college late, um, you graduate, and then you get you a good-ass good job. job. And so good-ass job never came out. Never came <laughs> Let's out. Let's just go ahead and spoil that part. Well, the, um, there there was a mixtape that was called Good-Ass Job, but it was but like... It was like a chance mixtape. It was... It was <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fucking chance mixtape. It, it wasn't even a Kanye mixtape. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, and then, 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 right before Chance started to suck... He and Kanye were supposed to be working on good as good job. job. <laughs> Fuck Chance, little shithead. Anyway, Damn. we're not talking. We're not talking about Chance the Rapper just yet. No, no, we probably won't do much talking about. Chance we might. The Rapper. We will not talk. Do no, much about do much. Chance the um, Rapper, but Chance the Rapper does come from this. Yes. So, a lot of people come from this. Drake comes from this album. Drake comes from this. Uh, Kid Cudi comes from this album. He came with existed beforehand, but he did, yeah he, he existed, much larger. He become he became much larger because yes. he was on the. He was on the title track, yeah. uh, Welcome to Heartbreak, and which is a fucking eight-minute song. Yeah. Great. Yes. I mean, dude, like, this was... This was yeah, Kanye. If you think that we're not going to talk a lot about it anyway, so you're fucking this is This is Kanye talking, like, 
showing you I cannot just make fucking like beats. I can orchestrate as well. And so well, he, so he, I would he, argue that that was that was late that was late registration because he actually got real fucking. Yeah, he like, did. Yeah, he got a harp on that motherfucker. Like he put a lot into, it. and that's when like Kanye started to be really like all sounds. This happens. Yeah. So yeah, like yes, but he did it before. Um, this was there's there's most likely going to be a third coming up but there's like a story of like simple Kanye yeah and that is 808s that's mm-hmm. Jesus and probably what's coming next yes um it's stripped down and it's very emotional one of the things about Kanye on 808s and heartbreaks as I appreciate as like a like a musician slash like beat maker or producer or whatever um which i don't do as much anymore but he let the music do the talking yeah and this is where he changed to let the music do the talking also if you go back and listen to 808s and heartbreaks you will notice not a whole lot of snare not so a whole he lot uses of snare. he uses different things as snares but he doesn't actually use a snare drum yeah um that's one of my favorite things about him and a lot of stuff like even on, i think i want to say on on Yeezus also like he does he does the same thing um so it's more like a sound and a feeling as opposed to like traditional traditional how you do it. Yeah. Um, but he, he basically brought out a fucking 808 and created an album off of it. Yeah. Um, which hadn't been done in a long time. Yeah. Um, to use that as the soul or like the main instrument, uh, on the record. Um, this is, yeah, this is where we got, we got Kid Cudi. Um, we got we finally got a song with Jeezy. Yeah. Was so amazing. Yeah. Um I mean I mean, granted, like they did the uh uh Can't Tell Me Nothing remix. Right. But I mean we got like a real a real song with Jeezy. Um and I'm at my pod, standing at my pudding and we're trying to watch my sodium. So and this was this was also the time of like Man, this was a fucking good time for good music. Um, not good music, G O O D, but like actual good music. So oh. this is this is the this is also the time of, um, T Pain's Epiphany. You know, we skipped we skipped Child Rebel Soldiers. I mean, did we though? We did because we did not talk about him and Pharrell and Lupe as a group. No, what it wasn't called Child Rebel Soldiers. It was called. Fuck. What it was called something else. They changed it. I remember them changing it. Soldier. It was called something else. Yeah, it was Child Rebel Soldier. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was something else. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, they put out that they put out that fucking song. And it was yeah, sick. They did, they did two songs. They did Us Placers, which yes. samples uh, Radio or not Radiohead, but Tom York's Eraser. Yeah. Um, which was goddamn it, and so, and and also like don't stop. Um, so that was, that was like graduation era. Yeah. Um, this is, you know, we, we kind of, there's a, there's a lot in between that because like there's, there's, um, but we went to 808s. Like we did, we skipped over like all the shit there. But anyway, that's a whole lot of stuff. So Kanye started to mix around with like a lot of other people. He did a lot lot of stuff. stuff. Child Rebel Soldier to, to me personally really fucking amazing yeah they um, should have finished it yes they should have finished it the, the usage of who he was sampling is like is key because yeah. he scamp- sampled radiohead um which mm, if you guys remember or not radiohead tom york but yeah yeah 
but yeah like everything that that he's going with is like is like groundbreaking out of the box yeah doing everything outside of what you would normally consider to be hip-hop um because that's that the reason that's important is because that's what 808s is and that was him doing the tom york thing what or like in like the radio hell realm is if you guys remember when graduation came out and he got all those grammys uh he went to the mtv music awards he went there drunk and he also went to the this is where amber rose came in with the um graduation because that's when he met amber rose he took her to the he took her to the grammys um this is also when um he got really drunk he got really drunk at one of those what what's wrong he got really drunk at one of those. I don't remember if it was the Grammys or if it was the Music Awards, the MTV Music Awards. But he got really drunk, and he like you could hear him in some of the stuff. He's yelling at the top of his lungs because they would not like Radiohead didn't want to meet him. So that was a thing as well. Uh, and they like they were like, I don't, we don't fucking care. We're busy, and like they didn't want to meet and him. Like the the thing with Radiohead is like they don't want to meet anybody. No, absolutely. And so this this tells you this, right? So like now we've got a Kanye that um this is the year he came with that fucking white ass tuxedo yeah. um to the Grammys. He came uh to the to the Grammys with that white ass tuxedo, but this is also the same not the same year. Yes it was. It was the same year. This is also the same year he said, um I'm sorry. I'm going to let you finish. That's the same year. Yeah, this was that was after 808s. Was that after? Yeah, that was it after because sure that's what led yeah, him yeah. to to, yeah, to run away and everything. Yep, that sure is. Yeah, so um, all, like, but this was so so to to clarify, the um, Kanye and drunk just don't go together. No, just but, <laughs> but this was this was Kanye dealing with the loss of his mother, the most important person in his life. Yes, right. Um, and then him like like getting out of the relationship with the the woman that he had been with forever. Oh shit. Um, um and. Moving into like a way more destructive path personally. Yes. Um, we've all had destructive paths, so I'm not judging. Um, but the way that he did this is what led to where we are now. So Kanye. What, what is the guy that did the song Brand New? Brand new, brand new, brand new. I don't like it unless it's brand new. You might see me in my brand new. Well, my brand new fucking with my brand new so that was uh, fuck i can't think of who it was but that person was really close to kanye and kanye's mom donda yeah and he took over the donda west foundation i don't remember right now but yes but yes that and like kanye did that song with him uh they say your attitude determines your latitude i'm high as a motherfucker fly as a motherfucker which was like one of my favorite fucking things yeah and around the graduation era like all of his collaborations were fun was so great and so like the kanye at graduation was like i'm thinking out of the outside of the box like everything is going really well and then once his mom dies everything falls apart for him um and he becomes this like i'm so well off i and i've worked so hard and i'm really fucking depressed how do I cope with How this? do I do this? And it's like, I'm not getting the credit for the work that I've put out, right? Like, I'm not getting the credit. Like, I'm not getting the, like, the awards. Like, I'm not getting, the, like, and Kanye, like, put, is one of those people that puts a lot into awards and is like, hey, this, I should be, I should be recognized for the work I did. 
Um, and this is how I, I should be recognized because he grew up watching the same stuff that we did. And it's like, this means you're the best. That is not what means you're the best, but that, you know, it's like when you're putting in that much effort and you're doing more work than anybody and providing whole experiences and everything like that. Yeah. I would think that I, w- I deserve to be recognized for my work too. Absolutely. Um, and to, to do everything, to have like a real or like a live orchestra play. Like, yeah, I That's get big. It. Yeah. And then to constantly be like, I've got to challenge myself again. I've got to put more pressure on myself and more pressure on myself to change everything completely. And then more pressure and then more pressure. And then my mom dies and I'm like, I don't know how to fucking handle this. And then I release an album to try to, to manage how I handle this. But I still don't know how to do that. Yeah. And I'm going to get drunk and I'm going to be friends with Joe Jackson and I'm going to just let myself go and do anything that I need, like I want to do because I have no filter anymore. Like I don't have that positive impact in my life anymore. Like all the people that are around me are snakes and fucking like liars and cheaters. And that's the world that I live in. How do I deal with that? And that's the end era. And that's the whole era of 808s and heartbreaks. Um, which takes us into the VMAs and uh, you know, I'm gonna let you finish, but Beyonce had one of the greatest videos of the whole time. time. And that shows you Kanye also because Kanye is not saying that he had the greatest video of all time. He's saying that Beyonce had the greatest video of all time. It's like, that's his, and he put something out that yeah. time and it's he like, put something out. These, these are the, my people. And it's like, this is a revolutionary video and it deserves the credit. Like it deserves a fucking award, but that's not how awards work. Like it's not about that at all. Yeah. Um, so that's why Taylor Swift. Won. <laughs> um, so like, then like there was going to be a tour with Lady Gaga and uh, Kanye West. It was going to be called the Monster Ball. <laughs> like I was very excited about. I mean, this. Lady Gaga stuff is always. It's, it was called the Monster. She did do that. She well, did. Yeah, do the she monster called ball. it the Monster Ball, but it was supposed to be like the Monster be Ball her. because it was the two of them. Yeah. Um, and then she just took it and went like, "Hey, we're going to call this right." Yes. So then we get something really similar in. No, you're. <laughs> I, I was going to let it go, but now you can hear him in the background um, with My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. So with My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, um, that was an answer to everything that had been going on in his life during that time. Um, you have stuff like Hell of a Life where he's like, I think I fell in love with a porn star. Um, he was dating Amber Rose and that was ending. But like. Uh, it was just really, really destructive and that destructive lifestyle, like going and quitting music and going to work in design um, and like fashion and basically having to start over from the beginning um, for him. It was like, this is really humiliating that I have to do this, but also like I'm going to do what I need to do to to get to that point, um, which again, that's something that leads us to now. So um, when he goes into my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy, it's it's basically a fashion. It's a fashion album. Um, he gets uh like the models that he starts working with the like for music videos the uh the vibe and the overall art direction is very much like high fashion uh art yeah um so it's 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 everything about it is like a fashion show um but really dark yeah um absolutely so, I mean, similarly, dude, like to, the the style the style that he decided to go with it. Yes. Uh, immediately, like yeah. even going to like doing the VMAs and coming out with this red fucking suit, which we haven't gotten to yet. 
But okay. that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Similar to the way that he debuted... Uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, or no, similar to the way he debuted Eight Ways and Heartbreaks, we got yeah the same vi- same idea with the lead in with Runaway. Yeah, every everything he did with it was like you said a fashion show. Yes, and the the opening ding, ding, that e yeah rolling on that e, and it's just like that was another one of those moments where you just look at the person next to you and you're like, holy shit, this is special. So like Kanye did that twice. Yeah. With back to back albums that he fucking changed the way music worked. Um, so during that time, uh, Kanye, like I, I already said this, where he went into like uh, when he went to Europe and went into fashion. Yeah. And started working from like the very, very bottom and like working like with different designers. And him doing the ATO Metal Musical High Boots mm-hmm. was the first shoes he did. Right. And, and then, and then the, what they, they were called Yeezys. They were the no, it was the Air Yeezys. And it was Air the Yeezys, Octobers. yeah, the Red October yeah. and Air Yeezys. And that's what led into Yeezys. Like that was in yes. that, that that era. So, um, with my my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, it came out. Didn't have a lot of money. I was like, you know what? I really I really want to get this though. Um, and I remember, I ended up buying it that day. The At day the time out. when that came out, I was working at Hot Topic. There you go. <laughs> um, so, so I was working at... We got 20% off on CDs and shit. It's good. Um, so then we get into Yeezus. We're just going to skip everything because we're, 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 we're like eight hours in this podcast. Um, Yeezus to me, you have somebody that has kind of turned into a maniac. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like through, and it, like I, I, I can understand why he's the, a maniac. I think the best way that you explain Jesus was how you explained it to me was this is, this is the this is what I want to say, but kind of PG thirteen, which was my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, and yeah. Jesus being this is really what I want to say. This is like raw, unfiltered. This is really what I want to say, which was Jesus. Yes. And originally, like when it, when Jesus came out, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, I was. The, I'm not the, gonna lie, I was. The, it's the dark 808s and it heartbreaks. It is a dark, dark version of 808s and heartbreaks. Yeah, um, and so like, and the way that I like to do this is to look at like his first albums and spin them, right? Yeah. So like, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is like an evil uh, late registration. I don't think there's an evil version of College Dropout. College Dropout. Uh, because he's kind of just not done that at all. Um, but he does basically a version of, like, different versions of his albums. Like, yeah. it's, like, different takes, but it has the same, like, idea and concept behind it. So, like, with Jesus, that's evil, Edo and Starbreaks. Yeah. Um, my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is, like, evil late registration because like the same way that he approached, like, music making, that's the same way he did it on My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Um, then going into Jesus. Jesus is a stripped down masterpiece. Um, everything about that. Working with Daft Punk again. Again, Daft Punk, Rick Rubin uh, worked with like a lot of like non hip hop uh, like producers. Yeah. Um, to create an electronic sound. Yes. I, here's here's how I classify this. I classify this as like a vi- like what punk hip-hop is yeah and it's like i like i know there's other artists that use hip like punk and hip-hop together um but like it ain't that this is that so like that is like 
you got black skinhead. Yeah, black. Like, wow. yeah, that's that's very specifically. This is punk rock. He's like with my leather black jeans on, like my my my, my by any means on. Like that's like so good, uh, and that's that's the entirety of Jesus. Um, he there's a story with my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, and like I mentioned this a little bit a second ago. Uh, with Hell of a Life, he says, I think I fell in love with a porn star. Yes. Pause. Nicki Minaj did, when Kim Kardashian and Kanye got together, mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj was asked about that and, like, what was, or it was, like, right before that. He she he was like 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 what so what's it like being in the studio with Kanye West and it's like it was really fucking weird. He would always watch the Kim Kardashian sex tape and it was like that was before they started dating, and so like when they got together I'm like well yeah like this motherfucker <laughs> when he said I fell in love with a porn star he's talking about Kim, Kim Kardashian. Kardashian yeah and so it's like what would that life be like and Kanye's like life got so crazy. And like so fast, it was so fast. Ra- it was rapidly that so fast. So like you have stuff that's on like that's on Jesus, and like hell of a life and like concepts like that of like what would happen if I just went all out, and that's that's all of Jesus. Like that's the sound of Jesus. And Jesus is and Jesus is where we where publicly people started to like. I don't know how I feel about this Kanye. Well, so it was it was a hybrid, right? So it yeah. was like it was like. This is a fucking legendary piece of music, or I fucking hate this. Yeah, it was like th- there's no in between. There's not like oh, I kind of fuck with Jesus. Well, I'm not even talking about just the music aspect. No, I'm talking I'm, about him. Same way, right? Same thing. Because it's like, is this man a genius musically? Like, is he like has he like ascended normal levels of like genius? Yeah. Um. Or does this suck? Does he suck? Like we don't know. Um. So you're absolutely right. It's both of those things. Um. But I would say. That's not entirely true about this is when that started. That started happening before or like at the end era of 808s because like the way he was behaving, people were like, mm. and yeah. then, but honestly, people yeah. always were like that because like when late registration happened and Katrina happened and he said like George, George Bush, Bush doesn't, doesn't care, care about, about black, black people. people. He didn't. He didn't. George Bush didn't care about black people. Um, and so Kanye saying that, that's always Kanye West. Yeah. You can't take that away from him. Whether he's lost his fucking mind, whether he's on medication or off medication, you can't take away that like a well-rounded Kanye West is that. Yeah. No matter what. That's not about politics. That's, That's not about anything. Always who he's this is been. human rights stuff. And like he is there. When Caitlyn Jenner transitioned, he was there saying this is you you like like on fucking keeping up with the Kardashians or whatever. Like he's getting into an argument with the Kardashians that it's like, you've got to accept this person. Like this person has always been this and like is an advocate for, for trans rights. Like whether we celebrate Caitlyn Jenner or not. And like, you know, her politics and everything we don't, but like trans rights are human rights. Yeah. Not sending money to, to, to new Orleans and not sending FEMA like ahead of time is human rights. Black Lives Matter is human rights. We can skip. Well, I don't want to. I really can't. don't want to skip Jesus is King or anything like that. But I want to. I want to get there. We'll get back to that part. Um, so that's Jesus. Jesus is a very very dark album. It's very dark. Um, it's it, very it's dark. a punk album. Um, if it wasn't for Hunter guys, I, I definitely would not have gone back to Jesus. Right. Um, I wouldn't have gone done it then. After that, 
a long time passed. Yes. And then it was about it was about five years. Long time. Then two thousand sixteen. Was it? I want to say it was two thousand sixteen. Okay. A lot's happened. Yeah. It was like two thousand fifteen, two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Uh, it was we had that perf- that that thing where Kanye came out, um, and then title came out, yeah. and then this is where every I don't want to say everything changes. It, it is because I don't it, it is and it isn't because like it's still it's still him. This is the huge disconnect between like what Kanye does publicly versus what Kanye does musically. musically. Um, he performs <sighs> wolves. On Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. With Sia. With Sia and Vic Mensa. Yeah. And. Stunning. Oh, my God. Like, the way they did that is each one of them was, like, bent down and raised up for their parts in the song. And, God, beautiful. Um that that song again is something that if I think about like I'm getting chills. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. I don't, I don't have that reaction to a lot of things. Um, and then it says like new album title, like tonight. And you're like, what? No, that w- that was he did Wolves first. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean afterward. Yeah, later. He did Wolves yeah, first, the and the, then the he the- and then he uh, the last one he did, which was like the very last one, which uh-huh. was um. First song on Life of Pablo, which was it? The first song on Life of Pablo is um, Ultra Light Beam. That's what he did. Yeah. That was when he did it, Ultra yeah. Light Beam, because he had Kurt Franklin and Chance the Rapper, Kelly Price, all yeah. on stage yeah. at uh, Saturday Night Live. And that's when he's like, go get it. It's out. It's out. It's out. It's out. Yeah, it's yeah. out. Um, which, oh my God. Chance the Rapper's verse on fucking Ultra Light Beam. It's one of the best. It's one of the best verses. Versus any rap song. And any, any song, rap song. Any song. Any song. Not even just rap song. Any, any song. song. Period. Yes. Any song. Dude, when he said, this is my, this is my part. Nobody else speak. Nobody else speak. And the fucking beat stops. Completely goes completely quiet. Completely goes quiet. Yeah. Like that. Dude. And, I, and him and Kanye were on such a level yeah. at the same time. Yeah. They were on such a level, like they they just fed off of each other, yes. and so we, we and we didn't talk about Pusha T, but like we got to talk about Pusha T, and yeah, like we, and yeah, we skipped over the, the we skipped over like Pusha T and, and like all that stuff, Big Sean and all like some of those songs are my favorite songs, but like Pusha T, we know Pusha T to be like honestly like one of the best rappers yeah. of all time yeah. now, like King Push straight yeah. up, but for when when Kanye did. Uh, what what song was it on My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy? He did. He's Runaway. Runaway. He's yeah. on Runaway. And fucking Pusha T said, I had to write that verse back and forth like three times. And I can guarantee you that when fucking Chance the Rapper was like, this is my part, nobody else speak. Like Kanye was like, that's the fucking verse. Yeah. That one. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And then like... And so we, we said that we weren't going to talk much about Chance the Rapper, but we can't not talk about how much influence Chance the Rapper had on Life of Pablo. Yeah, and so it's two things, right? So like, the, so Kanye in, I would actually say that the Life of Pablo is the modern version of College Dropout. I, I think I can go I with can that see because that. it's very sample heavy. Um, it's it's got it's it's got its fair share of features, but it's not like all over the place. Yeah. 
Um, there's some like straightforward stuff. Um, it's Jesus as fuck, um, so, which is just a fun way to say it. Like, you can take that. Um, so you like it's weird. Kanye inspired Chance, who inspired, inspired Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. So good. Yeah, because like, um, like Chance was like, you have to put this song back yeah. on there because he was gonna take Wolves off. Yeah, he was gonna he was gonna take the he was gonna take wolves off, and he was gonna take. Um, he took off a bunch of shit. And he took off a bunch on. of things. So this is this and is, Chance is like, no, nah, dude, that song's gotta go on there. Yeah, that yeah. song's gotta go on there. You can't take that fucking song off. Yeah, because yeah, wolves is one of my favorite songs. Period. Um, wolves went through three incarnations. It went through um, the original, which didn't have. But like the first Kanye verse, yeah, and then the the Vic Mensa verse, and then the Sia verse, and then it had the outro from from Frank Ocean, yeah. Um, the outro for Frank Ocean initially didn't have it got scrapped. Well, yeah, well, well, yeah, but it didn't have the the slowed down version of mm-hmm. Wolves in the background. It like finished off with it, um, and then it got redone into all Kanye with no Frank Ocean and then got released again with a Kanye verse at the front, Vic Mensa, Sia, Kanye verse at the back, and then Frank's track after that. As an interlude. Yeah. And when I tell you Vic Mensa's part on that goddamn song, his whole verse is like fucking wrecks me. So fucking bummer. Yeah, and like when he's like, um, I'm only sorry you went to Tennessee, I'm like, See, the way that you feel about wolves is the way I feel about real friends. Yeah, I get it. And real, dude, real, when I fucking heard real friends, also, shout out to Tamal Bradford, yeah. like, putting out, like, this was around the time, like, <laughs> Ty Dolla Sign was on everybody's fucking album, and, and was not, it was not said, like, featuring Ty Dolla Sign. He was yeah. just on it. Yeah. And so, um, real friends is featured with Ty Dolla Sign, but yeah. he's, like, not, it doesn't say yeah, featuring yeah. Ty Dolla Sign. Um, Tamal was like, <laughs> he put it up that meme with like the guy with the ski mask in front of a computer. And it was like Ty Dolla Sign adding himself to a song. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the when he said, he said, I hate when a nigga texts you like, what's up, fam? Hope you good. This, I say I'm good. I'm great. The next text, they ask you for something. And I'm like, I feel we that all, shit. We all know that. Feeling. I fucking yeah. feel that. Yeah. And I do not fuck with people that do that. Right. I don't. Right. And then follows that shit up with, um, I had a cousin that stole my laptop that I was fucking bitches on, paid that nigga 250000 just to get it from him. Huh? Real friends. Yeah. Hmm. So, yes. Super fucking amazing. Um, the content in Life of Pablo is reflective of everything that was going on around it. So like the trap sound that had come out with like Migos, um, and future and everybody kind of in that, in that camp. Yeah. Um, not even, I always said it camp, but everybody that Metro Boomin worked with. Yeah. Like there's, there's influence from that. Um, and especially with, with Kanye signing uh designer, designer. To, to good music, uh, and him having the same, same kind of sound. And if you can if you can get past like designer like not being coherent in some things right. like dude like Panda's such a, Panda's a great song it is. Panda's and a great song and Timmy Turner is a great song it is buddy though Panda 
was on was like number one on the charts twice, twice. at the same time. Twice at the same time he because did it twice because it was Panda and it was Father Stretch. My Father Stretch My Hand Part Two and it was Panda again. Um, that motherfucker. It was it was number now, one and we, number two. Can let, let's stop for just a second and let's talk about Life of Pablo when it came out. It was not complete. Um, it, it changed seven thousand times, Set many uh, until times. it like finally got released on like every streaming platform. And it was like, okay, no, this is finally. I'm done. finally done. Yeah, um, and it's like, all right, cool. I really like that idea because I like the fact that people are now going to be able to like that can go back and change their music. Just if pull they that like shit it. right back. Yeah, out. because like, why not? Like, it's if I like the idea. Shout of, out to Silas doing that with the last Cherry Blossom. Yes, um, I like the idea of being able or looking at music as living thing as living art yeah. yeah as it's like okay so like this can change over time it's such have, a fucking cool I have idea all the, i have all the files i can do this again. yeah absolutely it's so cool um when it came out i loved it then i listened to it again like a year later yeah like holy shit it's really good and then like now i go back and listen to life of problem like how i mean like i knew this was great but like this motherfucker like i find i it's y- so much imagery y- y'all in it. know my relationship with God right now, right? So it's like it's 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 messy. Like who knows? But I feel like I find Jesus every time I listen to Ultralight Beam, and yeah. I listen to Ultralight Beam a lot. Um, the the Kirk Franklin it, like outerlude in it, um, where he's saying that like there's not like you can't go too far when you come, can't come back, and that's why I need faith. Like I want to cry every single time I hear that or even think about that because like that idea that is expressed so well in this song yeah. that like you can fuck up your whole life and if like, but you can always come back home and it's like, and it's like, I don't feel like I can come back home. And it's like, no, you can come back home. And that's what ultralight beam is. Yeah. It's like, we put this into, in, into here. Like I'm putting this much passion and this much power into the words that we're speaking that it's like, there's nothing like that. Like there's nothing like that feeling, and no. it's so so good. And Chance's verse when he's like, you know, this little light of mine, like yeah. glory be to God, yeah. And that's like I'm, oh, shit, so fucking good. It is so fucking good. And to for for that to just progress, even that through that whole album, man. I was in New York. I'm, I'm gonna be fucking real with y'all, right? I was in New York when I'm when I was moving up there, um, which we're gonna tell a little small story right before this, like it happened right before I moved to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Life of Pablo had come out like the like I want to say the December or something or September or something before I moved, which was gonna be in June or like was in June. Yeah. Um, I was, oh yeah. Okay, I know. I, I was, see what this is going. I was in. It was around June when I moved up to New York. And three three weeks had gone by, and my wife called and said that she wanted to get separated. I've fucking wrecked me because it's like, well, what the fuck am I gonna do? And there was a moment where, like, I was just like, well, what am I gonna do? Am I leaving New York? Like, what am I gonna do? And I went to Battery Park, which, if if you don't know, that's like the park that you would take like a fair the ferry to go like. The, the Staten Island ferry ferries by there, so you would take that that ferry to go to Staten Island. Uh-huh. Um, the 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 Statue of Liberty tour goes through there, like that's that's where it is. So like, yeah. you have a view of of Statue of Liberty. I went, I want to say it was like seven p.m. or something, or, or eight or something, and it was like lightly raining. And I went, 
and I was all by myself and I sat on a bench and I looked at the, like not the Empire State Building, the Statue of Liberty. I don't even know if I said it in the Empire State Building or not. I just, my head's mixed up. Uh, I looked at the Statue of Liberty and I was like in complete awe at the whole experience because like I'd been to New York before. I had never gone to Statue of Liberty. I don't give a fuck. Um, but there was only like one other person in the park. And so it was just me and that one other person. Mm. And I'm just sitting there. It's like lightly raining and a boat's going by and it's going and I'm like, I can feel it. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> like, no matter what's going on in my life, like, this is a fucking perfect moment. Yeah. And it's like, and fade like that. There's not a whole lot of lyrics in it. It's just like, push up, push up. Like, right. Um, so it wasn't like distracting. It was yeah. like, this is perfect. Yeah. This is absolutely an amazing moment. And like worst shit in my life is going on right now, but it doesn't even matter. And like Kanye West is there. You know what I'm saying? And so like, dude, before you left, we did the, that was when the, all, we did all the, game. we stood Hunter. So Hunter was like, so at the time, DJ Young Venom, who owns Offbeat, um, if you guys listen to this, yeah. um, go to offbeatjxn.com uh, to purchase records Absolutely. from uh, Offbeat. I bought um, all Kanye records from him, from him. except College Dropout? No, it was uh, My Beautiful Starts with the Fantasy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe College Dropout. Um, but uh, Con- Philip is just as much of a Kanye fan as Hunter and I. Yeah. Now, can Philip separate the artist from the music at sometimes? Not as much. I don't think he can. Yeah. Um, and so Hunter was like, "Hey, I'm leaving." Um, it was like, "Can we throw a party?" And so at this time, like Philip was doing, we did the we did the um Timbaland versus Pharrell party. Um, so like him and. Uh, DJ Break 'em Off, who did the like the See Me on Top uh, mixtapes for Done Big a lot Crit. of stuff. Yeah, he did a lot of stuff. He did he d- and he's work he works with Offbeat frequently. He yes. did the um he did the Beyonce remix out al- yeah, uh, yeah. remix album that he did like the which Houston was really one, yeah. the Houston one. Yeah, uh, he did two of those. He did really fucking cool. Uh, Break 'em Off's talented as hell. Very talented. Um, really cool fucking motherfucker too. Yeah, absolutely. Break is break is fucking. He's cool one shit. of my favorite people here. Um, but him and Philip were doing the verses. So they did first one we did was Pharrell versus Timbaland, and it was like the V versus VA versus VA. Yeah. Um, and so Philip Philip fucking won because like I had no idea at that time that Pharrell had done all right, and so Philip comes in. At the like on the last like thirty minutes and fucking drops all of these songs that Pharrell did and I'm like, holy yeah, shit! Yeah. And then like a couple weeks after that we did the uh, Juicy J versus Manny Fresh and it was like uh, um, uh, snare versus snare. Yeah. And so that was cool. And so that was like Philip was doing those. Yes. And so a lot of people had left like where Alden and I work and everybody was like had like a going away party. Um, if they were moving and stuff like that and I was moving and I was like, Hey, like Alden, like if we did a party, like, would you want to do it at offbeat? And I was like, yeah. And so he came, the hunter came up with the idea of like, instead of doing versus 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 or whoever versus yeah. versus, he was like, what if we just did all Kanye? Yeah. 
And so, like, Kanye is how me and Hunter became friends. And so... Partially. That was one of the ways. One of the ways. It was <laughs> it was my punk vest, Kanye West, and Beyonce. Yes. <laughs> and all of those things are still relevant. Correct. <laughs> Welcome to the dance scene, kids, guys. That's us. <laughs> On brand. Oh. <laughs> um, so, we ended up doing this fucking party, and, like, I called out like the that like the, oh, the next day like not i didn't i don't think i called out like i said i was like i'm not working this yeah. day i'm not working the next day because i got extremely fucking drunk oh yeah with my best friend absolutely and we fucking yelled kanye lyrics until all like night. 3 a.m and it was fantastic it was the best night and so like even even uh tasha yeah philip's wife was she tweeted she was like this bitch really in here dj and his ass off for yeah. something that he really didn't want to do and yeah. then he tweeted the next day and he tweeted the next day after after the, the all yay party and was like i played kanye for four hours and i could have did it longer yeah and so like the part of the reason why he didn't want to do it was because like um he had just he had like he had to send his computer off and like he had he just got it back yeah and so he was like i don't know if it's gonna happen and then it happened and it was fucking amazing it was fucking amazing yeah and then we followed that up when Hunter came back. Yeah, it was on my birthday. It was on his birthday. Yeah. We did the All Gay 2. Yeah. And just as fucking great. That, it, it, it's unbelievable it's how awesome it was. Unbelievable. Yeah. And like, dude, if so, there, there's a. And this is, so this is, so like, for a second, like, the, like, la, like, on two weeks ago on like that podcast, like, y'all were making fun of Philip. And I'm like, I can never make fun of him. I can like, make fun of him. No, no, no. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, I love and that's, him and, and I respect fine. him. That's fine. And, but it's not that. It's like, you you don't understand. Like, there's been so many few times where, like, I felt truly accepted by someone yeah. that, like, I'm loyal to them until the fucking day that I die. I'm loyal to uh, Philip. No, I know you I are. I think I am. I know you are. <laughs> but the fact that this, like, we didn't know each other growing up. Yeah. Um, I started coming here around the time Offbeat opened. Uh, just more or less like you don't feel like you're 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 anything special because you're just a customer or whatever yeah. um but you like come and you like it and you do what you can to support it like i worked at a bookstore and like if somebody was buying comics i'd be like you know what you should actually get offbeat like do stuff like that but never tell him that because like you don't take credit for that shit but you just do right it. um i don't know if you knew about that or not but like the fact that like he a threw me a fucking going away party yeah right like and then to like have a, like a moment with me and i was like dude thank you so much for doing this like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say it but like that was that a conver- was, that was a conversation for you too and you should you yeah should absolutely so i don't and, i don't even know that conversation right. and so like that and then for my birthday to do another one like and then later i did it again one. And it was like after he said like Kanye West will never be played in the store again, and that's all because and I hate I don't want to be like who's all because of me, but like this motherfucker did that for me like yeah, he three did. times and hasn't done that for anyone, anyone else. else. And if you know like that, so for me, man, like somebody that loves me that much, I will never say a bad word about them, even if like we get along really well and yeah. like we can make fun of each to, to each other or whatever. That. Like I will never ever 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 say anything bad even in a joking way about philip because that's a special motherfucker yeah and i can't i can't bring myself to be like that customer service is not great <laughs> because like dude that customer service is none that you've ever seen yeah it's none that, that customer ever seen. service is so fucking dedicated that he would hold three fucking parties just for me like 
And do so. And if, I don't think I'm that much. You know if, what I'm saying? Like I, I don't feel like to, a big deal. If you've been to like a concert that you like just really were into, that's cool. If you went to a fucking like uh, a party where a DJ played some of your favorite songs, yeah. like that's cool. But to go to a public place and meet other people that you didn't know. Yeah. Or people that you did know and stand in a fucking and we stood in a circle. Yeah. And it was like 20 of us. Yeah. And it's not, this party was not huge. It was like 20 of the us. The first one wasn't. The second one was. And this, I mean, dude, like this this is an energy that you've never felt yeah. before. And it's not because it's not because of it's not because of the party or the drinking. It was the it was the lyricism, the beat making, and like I'm a nerd. Yeah. You're a nerd too. We both love this shit. It's yeah. fucking cool. And and it's honestly like it was like Kanye West music meant the same to each one of us. It meant everything. And and so like to have that and to be able to share that with with people, even if I didn't know who they were, like that there was like a good solid 10 people in that fucking circle that I still don't know who they are. Still don't but know. But it didn't matter because we were with each other and like yeah. we were like giving each other hugs and all sorts of shit like, but add that to the fact that man, this fucker did this for me, you know, like that's so huge. And that's, there would be no, there would be no other artist, right? Like there's not like we share a lot of similar interests, but like, I don't see, Venom doing a three six mafia party with that's gonna have that much energy. No, and like even, I fucking love three six. There's no like, energy like Kanye energy. And so and and to have that kind of like to go there and to be like, yeah, we can all like support each other and and be in this together. Like that's so cool. Yeah, there's nobody else that could be with. There like there's nothing else. So like if you're asking like what Kanye means to us, like that's what Kanye means to us. Like it's it's the guy that won't shut up and says things that you don't want him to say. Um, but also like brings us together and what we relate to. And that is so fucking passionate and cares so much that it fucks him up. Yeah. And I think that happens with a lot of us. I know a lot of us. I know that I have yelled at my boss because I'm so passionate about what I'm doing that I, my filter goes away. Yeah. So like, do I say, yeah, you're wrong for doing the same thing that I do. I just because it's a different if it, it's a different different words and different like meaning. Like you, when you get caught up in something, you say fucking stupid shit. Yeah. And we are about to talk about the stupid fucking shit that Kanye West has done. Cuz this was Life of Pablo was the, was around the time that he put on the red hat. It was after Trump got elected. So, yeah. When which was that that so it's life of Pablo around. So Trump would have gotten elected in November, um, because that was when the election is. Uh, life of Pablo had been out since I want to say September, because I went to a wedding in like October or September. I remember that wedding that uh, was in Nashville, and I remember listening to Ultralight Beam and drinking really really amazing iced coffee uh, from a place, and I posted a video. It was when Facebook did like the video things and yeah. I was like listening to Ultralight Beam and like drinking coffee and I was like, oh, this is like heaven. Um, so yes and no. 
during that era into that era the life of Pablo era was like six months <laughs> that was yeah. it um, and then Kanye went for a meeting with Donald Trump when he was like blonde haired like yep. looking crazy as shit and at Trump Tower like after he had gotten elected but before he like before he uh, took Except office the or whatever yeah um, so this is the part where we are going to be really fucking sad. Um, and the defense for this is that Kanye was like taking it on the chin to get, try to make things accomplished. We'll talk yes. about that a little bit later. Um, but he went to go meet Donald Trump and talk about things um, and policies and like how Kanye could influence things because one of the things that Donald Trump said a lot about was Chicago. He can't keep Chicago's name out of his mouth uh, because there is a real big fucking problem in Chicago as anywhere else um, where people die a lot. Yes. Um, so Donald Trump was using that to basically mask racism Um I'm trying to be somewhat generous here, but uh, the the idea and what the selling point was during the election, and you know it was bullshit, but he uh, stated that like he was like the the current leadership is not doing anything for you to help solve this, so like why not try something else? That can be very so that that can sound good, yeah, because it's like I recognize this problem. I want to do something about it, but it's like, there's that, that it plays both sides. It's like, I want to help you out, but also to all the racists out there, like this is a very black city and they're a problem. Yeah. And so like the idea is like, well, maybe we like, it's, it's either, it, it's either I want to help you or I want to make sure that you don't exist. Yeah. Right. Um, which masked well enough means that you can't really tell the difference. Um, of what what was going on um the other part of that and this is a very very important part of this whole equation we've already kind of said how easily kanye is influenced easily um and especially if he's not like in a good place like what can happen with kanye west Con- donald trump is I, I want to say an egomaniac. I think that I, I think that understates it a little bit, but I think megalomaniac. Would be megalomaniac too, but there's a difference there. Um, there's it is he is a megalomaniac became became more of that um, instead of the egomaniac part because this is the first part of his life. Um, he wants everybody to love him mm-hmm. and wants to be everyone's friend. Yeah, um, that is very true. Um, when basically people would become popular in music he would reach out to them and become friends with them um he did that to jay-z he did that to miley cyrus he did that to yep. pretty much anybody um and even like jay-z is talking but you like nelly has name dropped donald trump jay-z is donald like name dropped donald trump like so many fucking people named on named mac Trump. miller has been sued by donald trump yeah so like <laughs> but those name drops right that's because it's like this guy has always portrayed himself as being like really really rich so this really really rich successful businessman which we know is false um now um uses that to influence other people yeah this actually kind of goes back to the manipulation thing that we talked about at the very beginning um because he does that too absolutely yeah um so 
he used his power to get in with people and to make them like love him. Um, that's something that Kanye desperately wants. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to be accepted. He wants to be like recognized for things. Right. Um, that goes back to like, why won't Radiohead meet me? Yeah. Right. And it's like, you can, you can be like, put a fucking like pussy or whatever the fuck. And that's like the only time I ever say that. Um, but it's like, no, like if you really respect someone's art and they don't respect yours back, like how fucking painful is that? Like how painful is that? And to have somebody recognize you and say like, yeah, like I like what you're doing. The only reason they're saying that is to, is like to, to leech off your success. But that looks like friendship to people if they're 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 they don't trust anybody. Right. Um, so they have kn- they had known each other for a very long time by this point. So when he went to the Trump Plaza meeting or the Trump Tower meeting, um, like you kind of knew what was coming. Yeah. But like there's there's backstory there and there's like there's very, very clearly uh, some some really rough shit. And Connie had already announced that he was going to run for president. Mm-hmm. And then when Donald Trump got elected and after he had that conversation with him, he said, I am not going to run in 2020 because I don't want to run against Donald Trump. Um, which we'll get to later. Alden, since I have talked a lot recently over this part, uh, do you want to take us through some of the fucked up shit he said? Um, specifically, I'd like to... And this is the part where y'all y'all are going to get mad at us because we are going to take those instances and we're going to like deconstruct it and ultimately say, was this right or wrong? Um, was here's the reasoning and all that, which we've, we've said we would never do, but we are doing it. Um, so the first one I, I would like to, I would like to speak on is the, uh, slavery was a choice. So if I'm remembering correctly, the direct quote is slavery is a choice. Yeah. And do you want to put the first part of that and then talk about the context afterwards? No. Uh, I mean, I don't. So here's the thing. A lot of this is like you're you're going to have to bring it up because otherwise, like I blacked it out. I'm going to be okay. completely honest. Ooh, I blacked okay. it out. Okay. So I the direct quote is uh, <laughs> this is a lot of weight to carry. Um the direct quote was slavery is a choice. Um, I don't remember if that was the TMZ interview. That was the TMZ. Interview. That was the TMZ interview. That was definitely it. So there, I think there were I two. Remem- I remember the impact of the TMZ yes. interview. So words matter and, and, and like choice of words matter. Yes. The rest of that video, which you can find, that's not what was publicized was, basically because CMZ is the worst they are um they the 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 whole thing was Kanye saying now being burdened by slavery is a choice in 2020 living off of like and, and like basing your decisions on like hey this is like slavery happened yeah that's a choice um and to be like to have like the idea and concept of slavery ruin your life is a choice. You can choose to recognize that it happened and move past and move it forward. and use it to do that, or you can let it like bring you down. But that's not what he said. That's a part 
of what he said. Yeah. So that's not what was released, and that's not ultimately the the thing. But there's another video where one of the people that works at TMZ says, like, you can't say that. You have to realize what you're saying. You have to realize that not only is what you're saying important, but also like what you're doing, who you are. People listen to this. So like, and this person to be careful. This person was absolutely hurt. Yes. And you could, you could see it in his face that this person was a Kanye fan. Yes. And And he was absolutely burdened by this. And then Kanye basically said, you know what? You're right. You're right. And I'm sorry. Yes. Was his words. He was like, you're so right. And I'm sorry. Yes. He was like, I didn't mean to hurt you. And what I'm doing is I don't, what I'm doing, I, I don't mean it to hurt you. He was like, I didn't mean for it to come off that way. And right. what I'm what I what I'm doing is not to hurt you. Right. And I'm sorry. He right. said I'm sorry so many yes. times. Yes. So there is the rest of that. Um Kanye like well he was So all the things that Donald Trump represents. Bigotry. Bigotry, hatred, uh, literally any bad thing you can think Pelophilia. of. Pedophilia. Yeah. Um, all of it. Um, sexist. I mean. Yeah, yeah. All of it. All of those things are very clearly not what Kanye stands for. And it has already has shown. St- shown us repeatedly that that re- is not what he stands for. Repeatedly. So the disconnect of Kanye West wearing a Make America Great Again hat and which then, he told us the reason that he wears that wore the hat had nothing to do with his with with Trump's presidency. Now I'm not going to sit here and yeah. say that hey we should fucking fly the Nazi flag because the Nazi flag means it meant it meant peace and hope previously. Yeah. Like I'm not going to do that. I'm right. not going to go back and say hey why the fuck did you guys take down the state flag? Congrats to us, by the way. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> we didn't talk about that. We got the fucking state flag taken down. Um, I'm not going to go back and say, dude, why the fuck did we take the, the the fucking state flag down? It had the Confederacy. That's part of history. We need that back. No, I'm not going to fucking sit here and say that. And so I did not fucking agree with Kanye. And I, I agreed with what he thought in his head was, I agree that we should, like, we should band together. We should be more together was his idea of why he wore the hat yeah it's the same it's 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 the it's the morrissey thing yeah it's the big mouth strikes again it's it's the like i'm gonna speak without thinking and do stuff without thinking and realizing like what kind of impact i have because like and honestly like i i feel so much like as a similar person to kanye west like as far as personality goes because i open my mouth a lot i have always opened my mouth a lot i I don't shut up for a couple times yeah a couple times I don't shut up. I say things that piss people off. Um, I don't think before I talk, if you give me alcohol, I'm even worse. Like, I don't know. Uh, well, there's that. that. But like, if you give me like real, no, no so that's different. <laughs> that, that's a different kind of thing. But like, if I'm drinking a fucking lot and I'm like hyped up, I'm going to say some shit and I'm going to piss people off. And because I'm not, I don't think about what I fucking talk about. Like we don't, we don't, this podcast isn't scripted. This podcast has no fucking notes. Um, literally nothing. We don't go off of anything because like I couldn't do that because I would just throw it out the fucking window anyway, because I don't like to be told what to do. Kanye West does not like to be told what to do. At the end of the day, this man does not like that. 
Now, during this time also, Kanye West became fucking rich as shit. Yes, he did. So there's two aspects of this, right? Because this was this is when uh, the Yeezys took off. Yes, this is yes. when uh, this is when Red October took off. Well, so this is after yeah after Red October. I mean the the clothing. What was it? Uh, it was Yeezy. It was called Yeezy Yeezy season. His, his, yeah, Yeezy, well, yeah, Yeezy, Yeezy season. season. Yeah. But there was a season in October that 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 like yeah, Twitter yeah, yeah. tried to call it Red October. Right, right, That's right. what it was. Um, so there were several like several lines of Yeezy season stuff. Um, so this man is fucking wealthy. How many, like, realistically, how many ultra-wealthy people are going to side with having higher taxes for themselves? I'm not defending this. I can't imagine that if I were ever wealthy that I would be like, you know what? I want to keep more, like, every last penny of this fucking billion dollars that I got in my account. Yeah. And I can't see 1% of it go away. But... The mentality for ultra rich people is I'm going to do everything I can to keep, to keep all of money. this fucking money. Now, the candidates that you're faced with are Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. And if you are saying that I'm really rich and I don't want to give my money away, do I want to put money into like social like stuff that's going to do this, right? Do I want the government to take my money? I hate that I'm defending this. I really fucking hate it because I hate that mentality so yeah. much. But, that, but is, that was the mentality. That's the fucking mentality. And that's the mentality of people that are so wealthy. And you know what? I can't say that, like, I don't kind of get that. Like, I don't understand the mentality behind it because I 100% understand the mentality behind it. Do I agree with Which it? Which is why I don't want that much money. Yeah. Do I agree with it? No, not at all. Like, should you give away your money? Yes. The fucked up part about it is Kanye West gives away money to fucking organizations. All the time. To people. To, like... I almost want to cry right now because it's so frustrating, but it's like, I don't want to give my money to the government. And... I'm a, like he's going to be like conservative with his money because of all of this. So there was times and honestly like you can't like you can't say that like black people are not pressured to be democrats because like it's like expected for black people to be democrats when the 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 Hillary Clinton shit went on uh it's like the black vote is already ours because they're not going to vote for Republicans. And it's like, that's so fucking racist. Yeah. That's so shitty to say that like a whole race of people have to agree on this one thing and have to say, this is like, this is the only thing that's in your interest because, and we will take care of you. Right. I fucking hate political parties. Uh, I, I do. I don't. I don't agree with them. I don't agree with the two party system. I be, I believe in like certain people, um, but ultimately to say, well, like we had a black president just a little bit ago, so you're gonna vote Democrat, right? And we're gonna expect you to go out in full force and make sure that Hillary Clinton wins, right? And like, that's fucked up. Yeah. And so like, there was a part when uh when it was like around right before the time that Ye came out. There was a back and forth of like, Kanye, look what you're doing. And it's like, I know when I'm like, I realize the fucked up parts that I'm doing, but also like, why do I have to be a Democrat? Yeah. And it's like, you're fucking right. It's like, you're content. God, you're fucking right. And it's like, that's fucked up and I hate it. But like. It's systematic. Why Once should, again. why should he have to be 
a Democrat because he's because he's black. Like you're already assuming that, and it's like we don't assume that with white people. It's like oh, you're white, so you're a Republican. Like or you're like a white northerner, so you're a Democrat. It's like that's not how this fucking works. And it's like if you don't believe in something, and if you don't agree with something, you don't agree with something. You don't believe with something. Right. Uh. So. I hate it with all of my heart because I disagree so fucking much with like the Republican Party and anything. And like he doesn't do things like that. No. Like everything that he's done, like everything that Kim's done, like she built an empire. They built an empire. He's like, yeah, do that. Right. Like it's like enables that. And that's good. Um, And then the the criticism. The criticisms around the Black Lives Matter movement with Kanye West. Like, I saw something today that was like, it was about the pres- like the running for president. And it's like, he thinks that he can do this, but like not even one single tweet with Black Lives Matter in it. And it's like, dude, Kanye d- did a Black Lives Matter. He did Matter- it. Yeah, he did a Black Lives Matter. Well, so first, he did a Black Lives Matter tweet in fucking... Uh, K- Katrina like he said George Bush does not care about black people um, he has consistently gone with that message um, and then to now y'all Kanye yeah he didn't say anything it was best he didn't say anything and also he gave a shit ton of money to all of the family members that were affected by police violence like yep. recently um, sure has put a lot of money into it has done worked with Kim Kardashian and to get people out of prison to get people out of prison and has done a lot of shit but doesn't publicize it and Prince did those things yeah absolutely Prince did those things yeah there's there's people that don't do those things just to and, publicize them yeah and it's like it's better that we don't know Right. Like the fact that he's doing that and saying like basically with, with his actions saying like, I really fucking care about this, but you're not going to know about it yeah. because you shouldn't know that. Like you shouldn't know like the things that Kanye West does for publicity is grandiose, ridiculous shit. And that's what gets you to buy a shit like because you're 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 intrigued. Um, but the like the real shit that he does, it's really fucking good. Um so yeah i get it i yeah. get all the fucking criticisms about kanye we, we totally get it ultimately at the end of the day like that motherfucker does not think about his impact at all but like and does not like to be told what to do and is really probably a really fucking difficult to, person to be around but you know and you throw, now you gotta throw in his like like clinically depressed oh, i mean yeah. not, not clinically depressed uh, clinically bi- bi- bipolar yeah and and to be honest, man, like with the exception of that part, it was seen. Sure, sure, it was seen. I'm saying about me, right? Like I piss a lot of people off. Like I rub a lot of people the wrong way. If you get me around people that don't know me really well, they're gonna think I'm a fucking asshole. Yeah. Um, I accept the fact that people think I'm an asshole and embrace that. That's that's Kanye. Yeah. Um. I I, I don't I don't even know where he stands politically. Truthfully, like, yeah, really, do we know? No, um, he's only, he hasn't said I'm a Republican. He said, "Why do I have to be a Democrat?" Which is a great fucking challenge, um, because you don't have to be. You don't have to be. Nobody has to be. Like it's up to you. Um, do I think you should vote for Joe Biden instead of Donald Trump in 
the the fall yeah of course absolutely but i have a really hard time with telling people like because i don't want to be told to do what to do i have a really hard time telling people what to do so like i'd appreciate it if you didn't vote for trump I would really appreciate it if you did not vote for Donald Trump and you voted for Joe Biden because like even but Joe Biden's a piece of shit too. He is, and that's the fucking thing that drives I mean, me crazy. Dude, it's it's. It, neither I mean, is good. Neither is good. Neither, neither is, is good. Halfway good. Thank you, Patrick Stump, for putting on your album where you say uh, "politician" is a fancy word for crook. Right. Thank you. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Um. So yeah, I'm not a fan at all. Um, I mean, but my heart's broken several a, times. A, a piece with being of, a Kanye fan. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. It's like I, I've told. It's like being. It's like having whiplash. It, it, it's it's me. Yeah, something like that. Um, I have gotten into plenty of conversations where somebody's been like, "Hey, what do you like? What do you think about what Kanye said?" I'm like, "Look, man, I don't agree with what Kanye said at all." But the man is a musical genius. I, I can't. I can't even. The man is an art genius. Yeah, I can't. Even, there's nothing I can say. You know, so. Uh, we basically are like that's why we don't want to talk about Kanye because it's difficult. Uh, it's difficult to. It's talk It's really about difficult Kanye. to talk about Kanye because it's like it's it's a it's a mix of like I really admire this person and really like am disappointed. Yeah, um, absolutely, and that's the worst part. It's just true disappointment. Right, it hurts. Uh, it hurts to be a fan of Kanye West, and uh, but we we do it and we keep going, and here we are at the end of the podcast. Um. We will never talk about Kanye West again unless something just fucking insane happens and everybody loves Kanye again. Uh, that was, hey, but remember all that fucked up shit he did? Uh, I really hope that you don't hate us now um, because we have defended this man. But also, uh, I what do you expect? Yep. Yep. All fuck in. Boy Racer. Oh, it. yeah. Fuck Boy Racer. <laughs> totally. You um, thought it was... You thought it wasn't... You it thought was, it wasn't coming? <laughs> look at us now. Yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not me. So uh, what do we got for uh, what do we, you got someone wait, 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 Rhyme Fest? That's wait, who it on. was. That's that guy's name. Right. So before you get into that, I want to give everybody a way to reach us. You can email yes. us at all done hunter together forever at gmail dot com, which I always forget about. Uh, Please you can tweet us at dead scene kids. Uh, you can go to our Instagram page. Uh, it's at dead scene kids. You can go to our Facebook page and search dead scene kids. Probably uh, you can go to Alden's personal Twitter, which is at Alden's Manor. Uh, you can go to Alden's personal Instagram at Alden Kirkland, and then you can go follow me at I am Hunter Camp on Instagram, and then at Hunter Camp on the fucking Twitter. Yes. Speaking uh, of Twitter, please, please send me tweets on what I should do about yeah. Bradley Walden and Amorosa. Yeah. Uh, tweet, and this comes from Simpsons quote of the day. Ready? It is the episode where Marge becomes a police officer. And Lisa looks at her mom and says, Mom, I know your intentions are good, but aren't the police the protective force that maintain the status quo of the wealthy elite? Don't you think we ought to attack the roots of social problems instead of jamming people into overcrowded prisons? Anyway, arrest the cops that arrested Bri- or that, that murdered Brown Taylor. Yes. Here's the thing. They've cheated because... If one of them is black and the other one is white, if you don't like them, you're automatically racist.